Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast, gentlemen. Welcome. Happy birthday to all the things. Mm-hmm. So many things had birthdays this week. What? Uh, the Nintendo Switch turned three. Oh. This week. Oh, yes. Uh, the PlayStation turned 20. It is yeah. almost the PS2, I should say. It's almost old enough to drink. Congratulations. Happy birthday, PS2. Well, it's old enough to drink in Japan. Um, Which is, it was his 20th an- or twentieth anniversary in Japan. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it's old enough to drink. Yeah. yeah. Well, just not here. I, not, you know, not I don't know international drinking yeah, not yet. Uh, rules. And then also, uh, we turned three as well. So happy birthday to us at the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. I Although thought it was our 300th episode. No, that's not how math works. We, we figured we this went out over this two before. weeks ago. Um, see, our birthday's kind of weird. Our birthday's kind of like a dog's birthday where like you think you kind of know when it is and then you just decide that that's what the birthday is because <laughs> technically our first episode was in December because that's we did like a reaction to the Switch unveiling oh, yeah. announcement. But the podcast proper started. Yeah, the weekly edition of the Gamescast started the the week the switch came out so mm. isn't it mario's birthday on the 10th as well yeah tuesday is mario's birthday so yeah. tomorrow the day after this comes out happy birthday mario as well it's mar 10 get it oh uh, get, get it joe yeah get it. m-a-r-1-o mar- yeah. yeah 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 mar yeah, 10 yeah. got him wait is that actually his birthday no i don't know it's just i just mario thought that was day. a day that people did because it lines up like that yeah. no yeah. but like it's an official thing like there's a mario date like birthday sale Oh, oh! Well, I think it's like, like they declared that was the day that Mario was born, not when the character was created. No, no, it's it's, it's Mario. The is it even birthday. considered a birthday, or is it just like it's Mario Day? Here's a, here's twenty dollars off all the Mario games. Yeah, yeah like May the fourth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, May the fourth is just nothing. Like Alien Day, which is I think April twenty sixth, because it's like LV four two six or whatever is the <laughs> the name of the sh- the planet. Yeah. yeah, so it's the same thing. It's just. What can we turn to make all of the nerds buy stuff on this given day? <laughs> damn it, it works. Yeah, what's the marketing day for this? Exactly. Like Valentine's Day or Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, We love them and we celebrate those holidays wholeheartedly, but it's, it's to buy stuff. Yeah, it's commercialist it stuff. Works. <laughs> it always works. So yeah, happy birthday to all those things and most importantly us. So yay, birthday. How are you guys feeling today? Lose an hour of sleep last night? <sighs> I'm glad that it happens just because I love the sun being out more. Like, Mm -hmm. I I like having, uh, I fucking hate it when it goes the other way around. All of a sudden it's fucking dark at four o'clock, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'm excited to have the the sun out a lot more. Uh, But, uh, yeah, me and and John were playing Call of Duty last night and all of a sudden I was just like, oh, fuck, it's three o'clock out of nowhere. (laughs) I know. Like, I laid down at, like, quarter of two. I guess, so 145 and I was like, all right, like... Not too bad. I didn't, you know, didn't stay up too late. Like, I'll be okay tomorrow. And then, like, I rolled over to check my phone. And I was like, motherfucker, it's three. God damn it, I forgot. <laughs> I remembered all day. And then I forgot. And now I'm sad. Mm. I didn't even know until Joe. I was like, is it really? He's like, yeah, we're, it goes forward an hour. I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I, uh, it's one of those things where, like, I saw a bunch of memes this week where it's like, this week we lose an hour, have a full moon, and have a Friday the 13th as well. Oh, it's Friday the 13th also? Yeah, on Friday. Jesus. Yeah. Cool. So, like, get get ready for it. It's uh. all, all the wackiness is going to happen this week. Uh. Literally all of the wackiness. <laughs> so, get excited. 
Uh, but yeah, we're, we're back this week with a normal, regular episode. Uh, hopefully all of you checked out our Let's Play last week. Uh, again, if you listen to the audio-only version, I'm sorry. Probably <laughs> was not very entertaining. But hopefully that just meant that you went to the YouTube channel and watched us play WWE 2K20. So how did you guys feel about doing a Let's Play? Uh, I had fun with it. Uh, I mean, we were talking about this before. Uh, it'd be a little bit more like palatable if we edit it down like you said it, it the reason we did it was yeah so we could also release it as a podcast so like it was the full hour and a half of us playing mm -hmm. uh a, a, an edited down one to like remove a lot of the dead time and stuff of us just kind of like dicking around or like getting lost playing the game or being amazed at the terribleness of the game mm -hmm. as we were playing it that was the purpose though yeah that was the whole point well, I mean, just meant like the parts where like we were just kind of like staring at it, going like, Ugh. <laughs> "That's that's not fun to watch or listen to." No, um, but I did enjoy it. Like, I, I am looking forward to doing more of them. Uh, like, just kind of like playing stuff and shitting on it is very fun. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there going like, Man, "We should play like Fallout seventy six just to like rag on that." Also, like, I, I was like, "What are like." Games that are universally known for being terrible that are, could be fun to just shit on. See, that's the thing, though. I want to go in with at least an open mind. Like, what if it isn't? Like, what if it is better? Like, what if they fixed everything and I actually find it fun? Well, that's kind of my pitch when I said the the WWE one. Like, let's give it a try and see if it's as bad as it was kind of thing. It was. It was. It was pretty bad. What'd you think, John? It was fun. Again, it, the game sucked. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, I had a blast playing. I don't play video games with other people very frequently, mm -hmm. so it was nice to, like, be in a room with a bunch of people and play video games. So, I had I had a, I had a good time. I don't, like, like you were saying, Joe, like, it'll be fun to shit on games, but I don't like going into games knowing that I'm going to hate them. Like, I don't think the purpose of that should be just, like, shitting on something that already has been shit on all over. But, I mean, we did prove the point that it's not very good yeah yeah poor wwe did you guys get over all your losses to me especially you joe were you okay mm. you got two weeks now to kind of unpack and i don't want to do these anymore it's you, like that scene in, can't uh, listen to a smug loading in, in billy madison <laughs> you're the name underneath the one that got crossed out yeah ha 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 mm. you, you doing okay you getting over it yeah i'm okay. good okay fair enough well why don't you tell us what you've been playing the last couple of weeks uh well i mean we have two weeks now worth of stuff to to go over so yep. i did play a lot of stuff i also made a lot of purchases oh, uh here we go well not a lot of them but the, some bigger ones okay uh this finally what did joe buy i finally bought a sega 32x which is a, a system that i never actually owned one of those no. before and we constantly see it at like the retro stores but it's always like paired with a genesis and you're like i don't need another genesis yeah and that's how I like went in, and they had one that was like paired with the Genesis, and one that was like on its own. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, how much is the one by itself? Because I have like six Genesis as as is, yeah. so I don't need another one. Uh, and they're like, it was only like ten bucks cheaper. They're like, are you sure you don't want to spend ten dollars more for another Genesis? And I was like, I don't. What am I gonna do with another fucking Genesis? Yeah, exactly. No, I'll take that one. Um, and they were nice enough where like the one that they had by itself was like kind of shitty, but the one that was paired with the Genesis was a nicer quality one. And they were just like, "Do you want to just swap them?" And I was like, "Yeah, fucking, of course yeah. I want to take the nicer Give me one." Me the better one. What kind of serious, like, stupid question is that? Yeah. So I got that. Um, uh, I mean, I haven't like tried it. I didn't buy any games for it or anything. Um, and it doesn't technically work with the. Uh, analog Mega SG that I have. Wait, does or doesn't? It does not. Okay. Technically, 
Uh, you can get it to work, but you need to buy like a bunch of other stuff to get it to work. Okay. They sell a thing that's like a digital to analog converter, which is a thing that they sell that lets you, <laughs> for some reason, if you want to buy the Mega SG to play on a like an old CRT tube TV, it converts it from digital to analog. Mm, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand why you would like. I mean, if you're going to do that, just play it on an old Genesis. Yeah, or a, an old uh, Nintendo. But who has those just lying around? Mm. Most people if only just you have spent ten dollars more. Uh, yeah. I know. I screwed well, myself. Most people just have the Mega SG and a 32X. Like most people don't have a Genesis. They just have those two components. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense, actually. Yeah, but um, if you wanted to get it to work, because the the 32X outputs in an analog image, uh, and you have to try and connect it to the uh, Mega SG, which is digital, you have to buy the converter to convert it from analog to digital gotcha. to kind of really route it back into the the um, Mega SG. So more trouble than it's worth is what you're saying. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, I mean, I might still do it. Like, <laughs> Of course. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Joe's I, doing it. Confirmed. I buy all that stuff like because yeah. I'm a, 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 a lunatic. <laughs> Um, and then along that lines, I made another uh, purchase, which was the one that was, uh, uh, ooh boy, I don't know about this one. Yet. That was a, it was a, it was a tough one to pull the trigger on. Go on. Uh, so analog, uh, they made the. I have the analog Mega SG, which is their. Oh uh, no, you did Oh, I know what he. I know what he, I know what he <laughs> you saw it. I know what he bought. God damn it, you. Go ahead, Joe. I know what he bought. I have the uh, analog. Uh, Whatever the Famicom one, the Super Famicom, Super NT, the, Amicom, yep. the Super NT. Yeah, uh, they do. have the analog pocket coming out, which yep. is their Game Boy one. They had originally released the analog uh, uh, NT, which is their Nintendo version. Yep. Wasn't that like super fucking expensive? It sure mm. was, John. <laughs> and it was a limited special edition version. Too. Well, no, originally oh, it okay. was. It oh, came out, uh, and yes, it was five hundred dollars originally when it came out. Jesus. Because unlike the other ones. Uh, which the are just the HDMI, like it's just an HDMI output, and it's just made of like a plastic casing. Uh, the other one was like made out of like a solid piece of aluminum. Uh, it had every single output port on it, so it, like it did, you know, uh, every kind of digital output that you could. So it had like a million different ports, uh, and that's why it was a lot more expensive than the other ones because it was a ton more components to it. Uh, they re-released it in a special edition one, and I bought that, and it was also five hundred dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, I did see that this week that they're like, the special limited edition analogs back on sale. And I specifically did not send him a link to that because I didn't want to enable this, this terrible behavior. Uh, and then as soon as he's like, analogs had a lot of systems, I went, you son of a bitch. $500. $500. Figured out. To play it Nintendo was, uh, games. It was hard to pull the trigger on. For like 15 seconds. And then never play them again. Yep, exactly. No, we're going to use it for all the new Let's Plays where we dunk yeah. on old, terrible games. Yeah, when we play uh, all the old like uh, Nintendo Jeopardy games and, and stuff, like I was saying. Stuff. Yeah. We'll, we'll put, we'll, yeah. We'll, It'll we'll get put, put it to, to good use. use. Yeah. But it's made out of solid aluminum. I think it's got to weigh a ton. Yeah. Uh, and also, I already have a, a, a different HD Nintendo system. Yeah. So now I just have two like hd outputs cool. but i have the analog versions of all the other ones so i had to have it to like add to the collection of all of the analog he's right John. he makes out. a very valid point he did have to buy it yeah 
He had to. I didn't even spend like $500 on my bed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the price of one of the new systems. Yeah, I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll drop 500 on a new system. Yeah, that's the four things a, that are being updated mm-hmm. and have games coming out on them, not for something that is antiquated and you probably antiquated. Are never it's classic. It. Yeah. Plus, all the games are already out for them, so you don't have to wait and anticipate. You already know what games are available for that system. It's a worthwhile purchase, clearly. But, I mean, I did, like, I can turn around and I can sell... I don't, I don't think so. I can turn around and I can sell, like, the, the, the retro AVS that I have, which is the other Nintendo system. Uh, I have the um, flash cart mm-hmm. uh, thing. I can turn around and I can sell those things for, like, 300 bucks. Does the analog So that one... offsets the price down to, like, $200 You're once I sell the other stuff. Does the analog one play things off, like, an SD card? Yes. Still? Okay, good. Because we yeah. just need to be able to play that... Uh, Weird the WCW, the weird, yeah, the weird out. wrestling game that never came out. Yeah, exactly. We still need to play that one, so I want to make sure that we still have the ability to do that. Yeah, yeah. So like, I can sell my old flash cart. I can sell my retro AVS. I can get like three hundred bucks of those, so that offsets the price of the the newer system. Oh, so yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent worth it. Hundred percent worth five hundred dollars. It absolutely is to me. Yeah, there you go. Hey, that's just your tax refund. You know, you put it to good use. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Uh, did you play anything this week? Uh, okay. Uh, well, I, that wasn't the end of the purchases. Uh, oh my God. lord, we're gonna be here all day. <laughs> well, the, yeah. I mean, the the only other really other ones. That's why were, we don't let him take weeks off? <laughs> <laughs> the only really other ones were uh, I got a box copy of uh, Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic Three. Oh, okay. Which I was like excited to get those like nice, nice uh, condition boxes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I bought those when I got the, well, I bought one of them like a couple days later. I bought the Sonic and Knuckles when I bought the, um, uh, Sega 32X. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then as for stuff that I played this week, uh, I played the Neo 2 demo, the last chance trial that came out, uh, and started playing Neo 1 again also, uh, in preparation for Neo 2 to come out. Okay. Uh, I did not really play too much of the last chance trial. I just kind of like turned it on, fucked around with the character creation, uh, I really, really just wanted to start it because, like, if you had a save file on that, it unlocked stuff in Neo 2 when it came out. Uh, uh, there's, like, a, an aspect to it. It's just the trial, so I don't know if it's, like, the fully component of the game. Uh, but it made me a little disappointed was it seems like it's a sectioned-off world this time. Where, like, it's... Because in the demo, like, it started off with, like, a map and, like, pick the area that you want to go to. And, like, you pick it and then, like, you go and you play that area. Um, which I do not like. Uh, the other like Dark Souls games are basically just like one giant interconnected map. So like you can start from the beginning, you can walk to the end, then you can turn around and walk back kind of thing. Like making your way through all the areas. Whereas this one is like you pick which area you want to do and you just like play that level. I don't like oh, that. Yeah. I like having like the big interconnected world that you can go around in. Um, maybe it'll be different when the actual game comes out and that was something they were just kind of like doing for the trial. I'm not entirely sure. But if it is that way, I'm kind of like, eh. like I mean, it doesn't really affect the gameplay. It's, but it's just kind of like I like kind of the the world building aspect of being able to travel mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, and then I started playing Neo One again, um, which I talked about Neo One before, so I'm not going to get too much into it. But I kind of like realized what it was so that about was three years ago. People don't remember. Yeah, true. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Skip it. <laughs> but it was a uh, like one of the things I noticed about Neo that like I didn't really process before, uh, which is why I'm kind of like it's a little bit harder to get into Neo that I, that I don't like. Um, is in Neo, there are just like the weapon types, and then you you get like constantly get versions of those weapons with like different stats, um, which 
when you play Dark Souls or anything kind of like those, like there are set weapons. Like there is this sword, yeah, this like axe kind of thing. When you get those, and those are just those ones. Whereas this one, like you get like okay, it's more Diablo-esque. We're like okay, I got a new samurai sword, but this one has like five times more attack than the other one, kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't like that as much as like having the set things. Like when you have a limited amount of items you can get, it's more of a like treat for getting those things you're like oh a new sword cool as opposed yeah. to going like all right which one of these like five different samurai swords is the yeah. better one comparing all the stats i hate going into like you have to go into the pause menu and be like okay this one has plus 20 damage but it also is more susceptible to breaking it's mm-hmm. like oh, now i gotta figure out damn it like i know the in-depth thing is really big for a lot of people and they want to have that the choice. min-maxing and all that stuff but i would much rather be like okay here's a new weapon i know automatically it's better because it's newer and it's farther into the game as yeah. opposed to yeah is it better or is it better and worse yeah and you're just kind of like oh cool this thing's called like the soul flare yeah. it does this like neat um and then the other thing that I played uh, was the Final Fantasy VII Remastered demo that came out. Okay. John, you played this too, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think? Thoughts? It's great. Uh, there, I have some like tiny complaints about it. So like this is a there's it's an action game now. Um, so like more like you, a Kingdom Hearts than a Final Fantasy. Yes and no. Like my it's it's almost too simplistic and also a little convoluted at the same time. So like. When you uh, attack, you only hit one button to attack, but then you can pull up like your um, your magic and like your your special attacks with the the X button, and it like freezes time, so like you can actually get those attacks off and like mm-hmm. and target specific what you want to do. You also have two like stances. Only Cloud does. Oh, okay. Other... Well, you only play Cloud and Barrett in this one. I didn't know if there were more in the other ones. No, like it said in the thing, like specific to Cloud, his X move is that, or his triangle move is okay. is that he changes stances. Barrett has like a, a like bazooka instead of like the machine Gatling gun thing. Um, so it's cool to like watch the like action go along, and it's nice to actually be in combat, but. Mm-hmm. When you try and pull up, like, the X moves, it seems like there's no rhyme or reason when they're going to be grayed out and when they're not. And so, like, since the other character in this instance, Barrett, is being controlled by the computer, you can pull up his and tell him what to do as well. But, like, if he's in the middle of a combo or, like, moving or thinking about moving, it won't let you do it. So, like, there's no... I couldn't find out when the perfect timing was, and I kept getting, like, the thing where he was just like, oh, you're about to die, you know, use a potion. I was like, I fucking would love to, but I can't like, because... Well, let me pull up the moves. I mean, you can pull up the menu, but it just, everything's grayed out. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, I'm frozen in this menu, and I can't use a potion because, for some reason. Do you think that that's a glitch uh, in the demo, or do you think that's a by-design gameplay choice? I think it's a, it's by design. Okay. Like, if you're in it, like, I did it, I swapped, so I was playing Barrett. And if Cloud's in the middle of a combo, you can't have him use a potion because he's in the middle of swinging his giant sword around. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's something they can edit where, like, at least you can say, like, take a potion when you're done when with you have your the, combo. Yeah, when you have the chance. Or, like, you know, use, you know, cross slash when you're done with the thing you're, will, you know, doing at the time. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, like, that was my small qualm. And also, everyone was an asshole. Like, all of the characters are dicks. And I don't remember it being that way in the original game. Well, it's just now that, like, you're not just reading it. You're hearing them say it. I guess. But, like, everyone's just a dick to Cloud. Cloud's just a dick back. And I was just like, why? Yeah, Cloud was always a dick. Like, but, he that was was like, thing. but he was, like, cold. He wasn't a dick. 
Yeah, like, well, that's the thing. Like, could you read the dialogue in a different tone back then versus being like, do, will that change fundamentally the game if you read, if you somehow read it in a different tone than it was intended since you were just reading text? Well, also, like, they added a lot of, like, quippiness to it. Not, well, like, not quip, but, like, dialogue that wasn't in the original yeah, game but it's it like when you well like when you're in a fight like the characters say oh, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and like after a fight like they have a like a thing they say when the fight is over um so they did add like a, a little bit more smaller dialogue it's not like the direct dialogue of like the conversations the characters are having with gotcha. one another yeah like there was one t- like i understand that like cloud is supposed to be cold but like there was one i don't remember what exactly he said but he was talking to the girl as you're running out and he told her like shut up or something like that. He huh. was like he's like shut up and stop talking. And I was just like that's rude. <laughs> I can understand you're trying to like build up a character but like there's a difference between cold and being an asshole yeah. and like everyone is just an asshole to each other. Granted this could change when shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um but it is gorgeous. It's the visually like probably the best game I've seen ever. Maybe. Wow. And, like, even the, the starting area that you do, like, the, the demo is just the beginning of the original game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is in a very, like, drab kind of uh, power plant, like, interior thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the footage, I, like, at the end, it shows you, like, a montage of, like, gameplay from other parts of the game. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, the parts where he's out, like, running through Midgar and stuff. I was like, god damn, that looks, like, it's gorgeous. astounding. Yeah. The environments are uh, amazing. Um, from the, like fan of the old games i've played i couldn't even tell you how many times i had played the original one um it's weird so like i do like this game like i was very impressed by the demo i liked it a lot um but you can't help but compare it to the old game that you had played originally oh yeah you, yeah you have to <laughs> yeah and like as i was playing it there was a lot of things around like kind of uh comparing it to those things so like there are certain aspects about it that i kept thinking like okay um in terms of it being an RPG, I don't know if it's technically really an RPG at this point because all of the fights in the game are set in specific locations. Like yeah. you move into a room and there's a guy that you fight. You move into a room and there's a guy that you fight. I was thinking. About so that it too. made the, the like the feel of leveling up and like the RPG aspect of it seem completely pointless because it's all completely set. You will always fight this fight. And get that amount of experience. According to the demo. We, According to the demo. We don't yeah. know. Uh, it might change from that point. In yeah. the other games, like, the fights happen randomly. Like, you're just walking around and it's like fight, walking around, fight, yeah, walking like around, Pokemon. fight. It, yeah, so you can just, like, run around in a circle and constantly just get into a fight and fight and fight and fight. So you could actually, like, level up your character and, you know, make sure that you're stronger for the boss fight at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this one, like, it's just the fights are always, there's always this fight in this area. So you will always keep like if you play through the demo you'll end at the same exact level you were every single time so i'm just kind of like when the thing pops up and says like oh you leveled up i'm like so like yeah like what's the obviously because you told me to yeah <laughs> like I, I i knew i was going to because i like, beat this battle yeah because yeah. every time you like every time you beat the fifth battle you will go to level eight uh so it made it seem like okay like you know, and you're right, maybe that'll change and, like, maybe you'll get more randomized battles or, like, maybe you can, like, leave an area and come back to an area and yeah. keep doing those fights later on. Um, but I was kind of like, oh, this kind of, like, steals away from that RPG aspect feel of it. I yeah. think it's probably, not just for the demo, but probably just for this area. Yeah. Like, this whole area is your tutorial. Mm. Um, but, like, I remember playing the game and, like, I always have trouble with the first boss for some reason. 
And so, like, I would just grind up to level 10 before I got to him. Yeah. And I was, like, in this one, I was just like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. Like, you just have to, everyone has to fight the first boss on the same grounds, essentially. Hmm. Um, Which also, like, and I saw a lot of people complaining about the first, or the boss from the end of the demo in this game online, um, just being, like, way too difficult. Oh, yeah, it was super hard. I didn't really have much of a problem with it. There you go. <laughs> I didn't die, but I kept, I mean, like I said before, I kept getting to the point where I was about to die and then couldn't use potions. And then at one point I had like one potion left and that's when I finally killed him. Mm. But it was difficult. I don't, I don't know if it was overly difficult, but it gave me the a point of accomplishment once I beat it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, I saw a lot of people talking about, like, how difficult it was, and, like, I kind of, like, realized what it was that made it difficult, and that it was, like, almost artificially made difficult, the way that the boss fight was structured, because it's the kind of thing where, like, you do relatively no damage to the actual character, um, and until, like, you have to stagger them, and then once they're staggered, then you can actually, like, hurt them kind of thing. Uh, is the is the way that the fight is like set up? So it's really kind of like artificial because it's basically just like you have to hit them X amount of times before you can hurt them, kind of thing. And it's just structured that, and then it, it's like sections off into areas. So like you do that, and then you get a cutscene. You do that, and then you get a cutscene of it like moving around the the area, and then do that, and you get a cutscene of it moving around the area. And it really is kind of artificially made difficulty because you're just like, okay, like we're just gonna make it so you have to hit him X amount of times before you can actually damage them. And you, so you're not actually achieving anything from the fight. It's just like wasting time until you can actually hurt them. And then you get a cutscene. There is a classic mode. Did you play that? No. So there is a mode where you can just play this as Final Fantasy VII just with pretty graphics. Oh, well, like they like line up? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. I yeah. didn't know they had that. I remember seeing it in the... I, don't, I didn't play it either, but I remember seeing it in the initial demo. Um, when they showed it off at E3 or something like that. And it is in the options for the demo that you can play right now, where it says, do you want to play in classic mode? Do you want to play it? There was like an easy mode where it's pretty much just like the the, the battles do themselves. Like you just enjoy the cinematics. Yeah. And then there was classic mode where you can play it hmm. like the older Final Fantasy games. Oh, that's cool. That was actually something that I was like sitting there going like, oh, it would be kind of cool if you could just play through this like the old school ones. Yeah. Because as I was playing it, like, like I said, I enjoyed it and I was going like, okay, this is fun. But all I kept thinking was, like, I should really go back and play, like, the old Final Fantasy VII again kind of thing. Well, now you can play it with fancy graphics. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll go check. Like, does the demo still work? Or was it a limited time thing? No, I think it still works. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just, like, a, a demo. I think, right. No, and I think it's good until, like, April or something. It's not like the, the Neo Yeah, the Neo one was, was only for, like, for two days. Weekend, <laughs> which sucked. Because I was like, oh, I want to go get that. Oh, it's gone. Hmm. Uh, and there was something about the plot that I found weird that mm-hmm. was like added to this this demo, and they like pulled off a like a um, a, a Greedo shot first moment really? in it, yeah, which I thought was kind of weird because the, the plot in this one or like the plot in the original game was at the beginning of the part you're like attacking a power plant and you're like working as part of a terrorist you're like, you're, like a mercenary hired by a terrorist organization to bomb a power plant. Um. And in it, like, you go through, you bond the, like, you fight the boss, you bond the power plant, you take off. And that's in the original game. And this one, you go and you plant the bomb, and the bomb goes off, but it doesn't blow the place up. Did you notice that? And then it cuts to, like, the owner of the power plant activating the security turrets. 
Yeah. And then he blows up the power plant. So, like, the guy that owns the power plant is the one that blows it up, not you this time. Corporate sabotage. No, yeah, I it's think corporate this sabotage. Is also, just trying to be like, yeah, we don't endorse. Tur- that's exactly what I was like. Oh, that's, I, I saw that. I was like, that's weird. That didn't happen in the original game. And I was like, oh, is this like a, a Han shot first situation where they're like, we don't want to actually have our guys bomb a power plant this time like we kind of like oh maybe it was a bad idea to have like our heroes start the game off as terrorists yeah oh terrorism's bad i had no idea yeah so it seems like they were very much like oh (laughs) yeah like let's let's redo the storyline so that our characters don't actually bomb the power plant and we like change it so that it's corporate sabotage instead i just thought that was kind of weird i was like huh huh interesting what did you set the timer at uh 20 and i got out and like three minutes what did he say <laughs> hmm did he say anything oh he said like um he's like oh you like to cut it close huh or something oh, like okay that. I, I did 30 because i didn't know if it was gonna be random battles on the way back and obviously it wasn't but when i did 30 it's like oh is enough time for you i was just like fuck off man you hired me <laughs> like, remember everyone's a dick it, it, that's what it was it was just every comment i was just like come on also be nice <sighs> The voice acting was pretty terrible. I thought there's, it was good. There's no Japanese voice acting as far in the demo, and I was like really wanting to turn it to Japanese voice acting because at least Barrett was just terrible. Barrett's bad. I think everyone else is pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, Cloud doesn't say very much. The other ones are kind of okay. I didn't like uh, Biggs's voice. I found it was kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, well, he's just typical anime white guy where he's just like kind of excited about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't like his voice too much, um, but I was like, I really hope there's like Japanese voices in it I don't later know on. if there is, because their mouth flaps matched to the English. Yeah, true. But Barrett's voice was just terrible, especially when he does that like speech on the like elevator. He's yeah. like super animated, and that was another thing about it, like... There is a, a goofy aspect to a lot of characters and, like, a lot of stuff that happens in Final Fantasy, which is fine when they're, like, the little crappy sprites. But, like, once it's, like, a fully detailed Barrett, like, doing his crazy rant where he's, like, jumping all over the place and waving his arms around, I'm just like, okay, this just feels weird. <laughs> like, watching this guy just, like, overreact to everything. It's the Square Enix term now. Yeah, I guess it is a very, like, uh, Final Fantasy, like, modern thing. Mm-hmm. Like, modern Final Fantasy thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like as a fan of the old one, uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, like I liked it as, it. I liked it as its own thing. Yeah. Like, like it'll be a fun game in the final fantasy universe, whether yeah. or not it's the same as final fantasy. That's, or not. that's not the thing that I kept wondering. Like, so I was playing this. I'm like, this is cool. This is fun. This is like, I like this. But then I was thinking like, okay, so the people that are like 15 now that didn't grow up playing Final Fantasy VII, yeah. will this have the same effect as them as Final Fantasy VII did as me? No. Like, I can still look back at Final Fantasy VII with, like, incredibly fond memories. I can go back and I can play it again and, like, enjoy the hell out of it. It's something that I will probably still be thinking about 20 years from now. I'll be thinking about what a great game Final Fantasy VII was. Will people that are, like, new to games now or, like, never played a Final Fantasy, this is, like, their first Final Fantasy, will they think this one, like, think back to this one with the same fond memories? Will the argument in 20 years be, no, the greatest game of all time is Final Fantasy VII? No, the greatest game of all time is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think it'll have the same lasting impact. No, no, because it's not as revolutionary now, and it's a different kind of game. Like, it's more of a, like you said, it's more of an action game now, and there are a million action games that all have RPG elements that I think will stand up better than this might. Yeah. But it'd still be a fun, worthwhile 
I mean, even when Final Fantasy VII, the original, came out, there were a million other JRPGs out. Like, that was the era of that, and it still stood above the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you'll have to play the full game to find out. (laughs) Well, that's going to take, like, ten years, because it's it's episodic. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, it's never coming out. Though the full thing, you're still convinced. I maintain. The demo is all you're getting. Even in this, like, from everything I've read now, like this game is just Midgar. Like it ends with you getting out of Midgar. Yeah, yeah. Um, They they straight up said what the first game ends. Yeah. Well, originally, everyone I thought they were saying like it's disc one, which still goes on much farther past Midgar. No, I think they they were like, yeah, we're expanding the universe. A lot. Yeah, and, they confirmed. Disney. Yeah, and this is just the first part of three, I think. I think it's going to be a trilogy. Yeah. I don't know if you could fit that in, though. That, like, Midgar is a small part of the game. It is. Like, Midgar is, like, one-tenth of the game. And they're just going to repace it. Yeah, which is going to be weird. Like, what, or, how much stuff is going to get, like, cut out then at that or point? Or given the fact that there's no random battles, if that's the case... It'll cut down the time down significantly. The time. Yeah. That's true. I guess, like a good bulk of the stuff I would play was just grinding and leveling up and yeah. stuff. But I mean, still even story-wise, there's so much more mm-hmm. than just that. Yeah. So do you guys think, obviously there were some nitpicks in the demo and the way that the game is kind of structured. Do you think that criticism of part one will be taken into account and change in part two? And if so, will that break the eventual playing of all parts into it? Where like, if part one has all these weird wonky things and then part two is... Much more better. streamlined and then three is even changes from that will that make it more cohesive in that like a, oh it's a progression of the game or will it be like no this is wonky and each game plays completely differently and i don't understand what's going on uh, i think it'll be like a mass effect situation where mass effect one was good mass effect two was even better and then i don't mass effect three was comparable but not as great as mass effect two but still like they were doing improvements and that's all the same narrative as well so if you compare them like that, then yeah. yes, I guess it'll be a, a worthwhile endeavor for them to improve on it as it goes. Rather than just be like, yeah, we're going to keep the same shit going for three games. Yeah, like if they like if everyone hates the non-random battles and they mm-hmm. add that in, will that break the, the replaying of it when you try to play all three in a row? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I'm Now that you like say that, I'm having a hard time kind of processing where that could go. Because like, this is technically, if this is three parts, this is three parts of one game. Exactly. Which is different from three separate sequels like three games in a trilogy Mm -hmm. is different from three parts of one game yeah and when you consider that like the next one will be on a completely different system most likely and then like the subsequent from that but the next systems will be all backwards compatible and everything yeah true and i wonder if we'll get some sort of like complete thing 10 years from now that's like all of them like fucking 300 dollars. i guarantee you a year a year after the last part comes out there will be the complete edition that will have everything all wrapped on one disc. I, I, there'd have to be. Hmm. But yeah, like it'll be weird seeing as these are different parts. If you go back and you play like Halo 1 compared to Halo 3, how yeah. vastly different they are. If you try and process that as one game, whereas like the first third of the game is like completely technically terrible compared to like the third game kind yeah. of thing, it will be weird when they are all one thing combined. Yeah. Will they have to go back and like re kind of make one in a sense where like they have to improve it along with the evolution of the other games? Yeah, I don't know. And that's kind of weird to think of it like that. And do you think eventually they'll recut it so it kind of like once all the parts are out, do you think they'll cut it? 
like recut it for that collector so it plays just like Final Fantasy VII without the extra stuff as one complete game. Like, do you think that option like the game would... doesn't stop and then the credits roll and like they just make it one solid thing? But even like they maybe like take out some of the extra padding that they've added if it's just like okay this final version collector's edition whatever a year after the release of the final one is just identical to final fantasy 7 the original but uh with the updated graphics if you play it in classic mode kind of thing i don't think they could do that especially given the change to the stories for this whole corporate thing taking down their own system like they'd have to change the whole narrative at that point Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm more just kind of wondering, like, because there are, you know, I talked about this last time we talked about this. There there are certain things where, like, I don't know how they could do it in the uh, new game. Like, is there going to be a world map? There could be. In this one. I don't know how you could, like, properly fit that in, where in the original game, you could walk around the entire planet. Yeah. In this new one with, like, super detailed environments, you can't just recreate a whole world where you can start at one point and walk all the way around the planet and then come back around. I mean, we have... I mean, GTA's not as big, but, like, we have open-world games that are pretty, you know, in-depth and detailed. and So, yeah, I think it's possible. But it's not, like, a whole planet, though. Yeah, but think about how many flops the next systems are going to have. So many flops. So many flops. flops. Yeah. You didn't even think about all the flops, did you, Joe? No. What about the flips? And then I was also thinking about, like, the giant, like, what happens when you try and fight the ruby weapons, which are, like, gigantic monsters and stuff. How are they going to, like, fit into the game? Flops. Yeah. Extra flops. Flops. Tons and tons of flops. Yeah. Flop add-ons. That's it for Final Fantasy, I guess. Did you play anything else, John? Uh, I've been playing a shit ton of Pokemon lately um, and ran into an issue with the, the trading system where, like... You can just uh, put up a Pokemon that you don't want anymore, and someone else can put up a random one, <clears throat> and like you don't know what you're getting. It's, it's a surprise. Yeah, it's train. how you gave out all those rainbow. Uh, yeah, I was unicorn. Just, yeah, giving away like things. Oprah. Um, and so I was doing that, and like what I would do is I would trade a Ponyta until I got something I didn't have in my Pokedex, and then I would keep it. But if I got something I already had, I would just use that one to recycle out to the yeah. next person. Um, so I was doing that the other day and then I got this Pokemon I'd never seen before cause I didn't place on our moon and I sent a, a picture to Joe and he's like, ah, oh, that's like a legendary that you can only get in a trade. And I was like, oh shit, it's shiny too. And I was like, and it's level 100 and all of the moves it can't learn. And I was like, this is hacked. And so then I was super paranoid cause I was like, now I have this like hacked Pokemon, Ill- Ill- like, yeah. yeah, illegal Pokemon on my system. What do I do? So I set it free and then I would like Googled. Uh, you know, like, is there any repercussions for getting a random hacked thing in the surprise trade? Yeah, because I, I, when he sent it to me, I was like, I would delete that if I were you, because I'm pretty sure that you can get in trouble for having, like, hacked Pokemon, because it's now always connected to the internet. Yeah. And I saw a thing of them saying, like, yeah, if you try and, like, use a hacked Pokemon in, like, online play, it can detect it. Yeah. And it can, like, lock out your, like, game from stuff. Yeah, so I did searching, and apparently... Last month, like the the middle of February, um, lots of people were getting hacked Pokemon. It was like a, a thing that was happening, mm-hmm. but they were getting Pokemon that weren't in the game, and then that would shut off the entire game. Oh shit! Like it was it wasn't bricking their system or anything like no, that, but, but it was just, just like resetting their game. Ugh. And I was just like, "Fuck this!" So I set it free, and I haven't traded anything since. Um, but the the article I was reading was like, "Yeah, we reached out to Nintendo because people are like afraid that they're gonna get." in trouble for yeah, getting something in a surprise trade you don't know right and right, then and if somebody wanted to just be a dick they could just like breed 
you know, hacked Butterfreeze and send those out. And you get a Butterfree, you're just like, yeah, hey, it's just a Butterfree. Right, and you're yeah, not paying right. attention. But if it's a hacked Butterfree, bam, you're fucked. Yeah. But they said they reached out to Nintendo and Nintendo did not comment. So that's kind of scary as well, where they're just going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it depends. Yeah. Case by case situation. Well, because I'm sure they don't want to blanketly say, like, no, we won't punish you for having these. Um, because you won't be because you won't be able to necessarily prove that you got it in a trade or not. I mean, I guess. Yeah, you can. Cause... Well, it depends on what Nintendo keeps in terms of a record of traded Pokemon that you've gotten. Like, I guess unless there was data that showed where it originated, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah when... Every a trainer has their own trainer ID, so it's a unique ID to yourself. And if it's someone else's, it's obviously not yours. Yeah, so you can go look at all your Pokemon, and it'll have their trainer IDs. So it'll be like this one's yours, 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 not yours, 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 not gotcha. yours. Okay. Yeah. So there is a way of tracing it, and like that was the thing too. I was like, maybe this is legit. The dude could have gotten one and was just feeling like super generous and yeah. donated to me. But uh, his trainer ID was different from the his name that he gave out. So I was like, nope, definitely hacked. It said Ash, and there was like some random dude's name. It was like you know. Some random gamer tag, yeah, was how it got given to me. So I was like, I don't want this. But now I'm like kind of pissed off because it's in my Pokedex. Like I've seen it before. I've uh, had it yeah. in my box. I'm not gonna get the like enjoyment of being like, oh, I'm adding this to my Pokedex. It could have been the last one, but no. Yeah. Um. So now I'm like paranoid of trading anything online or doing much of anything. Joe and I played a little bit last night, and we were doing the max raid battles, and there was like a dude who had a shiny Charizard who was, like, playing against us, or, like, playing with us in the max raid battles. And I was like, mm, what are the chances that's hacked? And then there was also another legendary. No, we both saw guys with shiny Charizards. Well, that's what I just said. And then what was the other legendary? The It starts with an M. It was, like, a black floating cat or something like that. And we weren't sure it was in the game, and I, like, looked it up. It was one of the trade legendaries. Or not trade, the one that you get, like, from a trainer in Sun and Moon. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> but I, I guess the only way of getting that is a trade event, not just a trade with an NPC. Yeah. Through Sun and Moon, and then you yeah, have like to transfer. You go to GameStop. Transfer and get it with it home. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we weren't sure if uh, like is that even in the game or not? And like we're like having to Google this. So I'm like I don't want to be in a party with this dude if he's using illegal Pokemon as well. Cause, That's true. Because then you have an illegal Pokemon and he has an illegal Pokemon. Game over. Yeah, it's like being in the same car with somebody who's got drugs. There you go. Yeah, don't don't want to don't want to do it. No. So now I'm afraid to do anything online in Pokemon. Oh, no. <laughs> Gotten scared off. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, they'll close that loophole and allow you to like remove. Like, if you come across that Pokemon again, they'll be like, "Do you want to remove it from your game completely so you never see it again?" Yeah. Because we know that it's not right and it shouldn't be there. Yeah, it's not legit. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is a crazy weird loophole that they, I'm surprised they haven't closed by now. I mean, it's Nintendo. Like, they don't exactly have the most stellar representation with online anything. I know, So, but... like, I don't even know if they know what they're doing. They but... can't even make chat functions work. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they can. You just have to use that you app, use which is phone. great. Yeah, <laughs> use the app. It's great. Everybody loves the app, Joe. How dare you? Uh, well, that sucks. Hopefully, if you do decide to trade again, you only get legitimate, uh, upstanding you know, creatures that you're holding inside of tiny little cages. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there's an NPC I, I across, came across in the game too, that said something, it was like two NPCs talking to each other. And they're like, I heard that it's like really luxurious and nice inside of the Pokeballs in the box. And I was like, sure game freak thanks yeah. for telling us that nice. yeah it's nice another job. like trying to sugarcoat the <laughs> the fact that they're just stuck in purgatory forever yeah 
and if they're not a Pokemon you like, they're never getting used. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you just lock them into a digital cage. It's true. It's very much how I felt like on vacation last week. Like we were walking around old historic homes that yeah. like definitely like housed and were built by slaves, and like <laughs> listening to the like tour guides be like, and then the uh, enslaved employees within <laughs> this area, and I'm like, no, <laughs> nice try, the South. <laughs> we're not doing that uh they were they were slaves or it's like they'd be like the enslaved cook and i'm like okay you gave them a job but also um, they were bought <laughs> yeah it's, uh, and they'd be like and remember folks like back then it was technically legal to own people and i'm like yeah but it doesn't make it okay like i know you can't change the history of it but like let's not try to tiptoe around like the the people you know treated them great yeah like, let's just let's not do that no um so yeah that's that very much a similar mm-hmm. thing to how the pokemon must feel yeah but they can't talk so uh, they can just say their name over and over that's again. true you don't know what they want yeah mm-hmm. did you play anything when you were on vacation <sighs> no not really um it was one of those things where it was like it was a midweek to midweek thing so like you know the couple of days before and the couple of days since have just been like getting ready and then just like getting, relaxing yeah. from being back so i didn't like, I didn't even feel the need to, like, pick up the controller and, like, think about what I wanted to even start getting into. Because so I'm just like, I just need to, like, relax now and, yeah. you know, decompress from vacation. You need a vacation from your vacation. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, like, there was, uh, you know, it was nice. I went to Savannah, Georgia. And there were a bunch of things there that weren't there when I used to live there. Which I'm like, damn it, where was this 10 years ago? Like, they put in one of those arcade bars, like, downtown. And I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, well, they're everywhere s- now. I would have been, I would have spent so much more, like so much money, so much yeah. time here. It would have been great. Um, they put in this new place, and I don't remember the name of it. That had like wall to wall TVs that were hooked up with like Wii's, Wii U's, PlayStation's, three sixties. They had like a big projector screen that had Mario Kart running on it, and then they just had like a server stack with all of the different systems and controllers and everything hooked up. And I'm like, where the fuck? Was- where was this? The one place that I had to go do, like, co-op gaming 10 years ago would have been, like, the common room at the dorm, and I didn't want to play with those people. <laughs> I mean, it probably would have been the same people here, but at least these people would have been more outgoing because they would have left the building. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I could... They had to shower. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I would have had to, you know, there's just an extra level of similar type of person that I would have been, like, okay with, where it's like, those ones were just like, oh, guys... Guys, there's more to life than Smash, I swear to God. Um, but then it's like, oh, look, there's more to life than Smash. There's also beer and Smash and going outside. Right. So and and talking with other Smash. people. Correct. Exactly. It's a very different kind of thing. Um, mm. But it was nice. Like, great weather. Walked around a, a ton. Like, basically walked nonstop from Wednesday to Tuesday. Uh, I think we walked, like, 50 miles or something like that. Jeez. Like, over the course of those days, just you know, stopping in bars, doing tours, like, walking around the park and ton of good food to go beverages are the greatest thing in the history of this country and every to go beverages. yeah you can just get a beer to go and walk around oh. with it and uh, you can't do that everywhere and it saddens me greatly because mm. it's just nice to be like you o- know open bottle laws or, or yeah but it, like you can just go to a bar and be like hey can i get that beer to go and they pour it in a plastic cup and you just leave mm. and you're like okay cool because sometimes you want to like you don't want to like sit in a bar in the middle of the day and be like all right let's it's vacation let's just get hammered in this dark dingy bar it's no, let's go from bar to bar and walk around and like sit in a you know square and just like drink it and walk around and like be outside and enjoy the day. Yeah. Um, so that kind of enhances the the experience. But it was cool being back. 
Now, why did you go back? Was this like a just cause, college reunion, or you just you were like, I haven't been there in ten years, so I'll go back? God, no. Yeah, no, I hadn't been there. A uh, girlfriend had never been there either, and she really likes old houses and stuff. And it's wall to wall, like old houses, unique architecture, hmm. a lot of Greek revivalism, which I didn't realize when I was back there. But like you know, columns and mm-hmm, all the mm-hmm. types of stuff, and we checked out old mansions and things. So it was cool. But it was good to like see things. A lot of the problem was a lot of my favorite stuff was gone or new things. Like my favorite sports bar is now like a vineyard vine store. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's that sucks. Fundamentally different, uh, <laughs> like almost polar opposite. Uh, but then there were new places that were just as good, if not better. Like the new sports bar in town had 50 percent off alcohol, like from three to seven. So I'm like, oh, well, we got there at like four o'clock. I'm like, all right, we'll start the day here. The beer's three dollars. What? <laughs> that's not how this normally works. So, yeah, it's just a good time. Nice. Just good to relax and not do anything for a week. But yeah. Didn't really get much time for, for playing games, though I did go to, a like, a museum at one point, and someone had made, uh, like, a 1D dungeon crawler, which I thought was kind of cool, where it's basically just, like, you have a joystick, and, you it, like, the joystick is also on a spring, and if you move the joystick forward, it's these, like, led lights that go up and onto the ceiling and so as you're like you're a dot that lights up and so you move your dot forward and if an enemy dot is coming at you you wiggle the joystick side to side and that attacks and kills the enemies but then there'll be like points where you can tell that's like it's pushing you down so you have to push harder to go like a like an escalator in the wrong direction Uh, and then enemies will come from both sides so you're just having to move to the goal at the top of the ceiling and then that's where the, like, then you start again in the next level. But, like, it gets progressively harder. And that was pretty cool and kind of fun to play. Does it go, like, all around the room? No, it's just, like, it goes in front of you on the table, up the wall, and then on top of the ceiling, like, to basically where you're sitting. Huh. So it's a giant, just, like, curve. Um, and it was kind of cool. Like, and when you go and you kill an enemy, like, the the whole strip of lights, like, does a big light up to, like, let you know you've done it. And then there's another, like, celebratory one when you reach the end. And, like, I don't know how far it goes for, but I played, like, four or five of the levels. And they weren't too difficult, but it was still, like, rewarding to get to the end. And then the way that they change up whether or not, like, it's pushing you forward is, like, a boost forward where you don't want to go because there's going to be a guy there. So you have to, like, shoot forward and then wiggle your... Uh, joystick pretty quickly but it was it was pretty fun where was Interesting. this this was in uh, just in a museum oh in, okay uh, so it wasn't so, like an arcade or anything no, no no it was like an interactive like exhibit in a museum of like technology stuff so they had like vr headsets of the ocean so i made sure to send that to john to be like dude nope this museum's totally for you you nope. can go swim with sharks and learn about coral reef nope um and there was home. somebody had built a brand new atari game um that so they had like an old atari there set up and someone had built a new game for it that you could play on like this old tube TV. And it was basically like, it was four games in one and each game was based on a season. So like the fall one, you had to like catch a leaf that fell from the tree in like a bucket or something, but there wasn't really anything to it. And it was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> so like most Atari games. Yeah, I guess, but at least like you couldn't like there was no interacting like, it was it, it was called like slow game or something like that like mm. it, it was meant to be sit there and just like experience be like do nothing almost and right. contemplate the something. futility of life kind of <laughs> uh it seemed very much like that um but that was still like a cool thing to see 
uh, which was which was nice. But yeah, no, no real, no real gaming done. I didn't even do the. I'm gonna bring my Switch and I'm gonna load it up with all the games I've been wanting to play for when I'm relaxing at night and have downtime and then not play it. Like I didn't even. Yeah, I gotta. This time. I gotta stop doing. I never ever ever play my Switch when I go no. anywhere. Yeah. So like I did. I, I beat Katana Zero when I was in Japan. Uh, even like even then, like, when I got back to the hotel, I just went to bed and I woke up and I went out and did stuff. Yeah. Like I yeah. never actually like sat down to play the games or anything. Yeah, so I, I didn't even have that pretense this time of like, yeah, I'm gonna bring a handheld and I'm gonna play something. I was like, nope, I'm not even gonna worry about even thinking that's an option. Yeah, it's not. even on the flight, I just watched movies. Like I didn't bother to play the game because I was too tired to like actually think. I was just like, I just need something happening in front of me. Yeah, same. I went Tom Hanks on the way down. Tom Hanks on the way back. I watched Forrest Gump on the way down. Oh, because uh, like Castaway, you crash in the ocean. <laughs> no, no, I don't no. think there's an ocean between here and Georgia. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they might go over one to get there. Like you might take a roundabout way. Um, but like a bunch of that was filmed in Savannah, so um, you know, we watched that on the way down, and then on the way back, I watched uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor," which was good. Nice. And it ended as I was walking off the plane. Like the movie was just long enough to where I'm like holding my tablet, like walking to get to leave the plane by the time everyone like got to me to let me out. And like, as I get like 10 rows from the front, it's just like credits. I'm like, yes, I did it. <laughs> Cause I did not want to have a scenario of, Oh great. I didn't see the last five minutes. I don't know what happens. I don't know if it ends happy or if some tragic thing takes place. Like I honestly don't know. Mr. Rogers is murdered. Yeah, exactly. Like what, what, what happened here? Um, but no, it was good. <laughs> so I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, but we're not on vacation or buying things uh, or playing things. We're talking about the news. So it is the lightning round. Not lightning round returns this week after taking a week off last week for a Let's Play. So lightning round. Uh, we talked two weeks ago now about all of the things that have been impacted by the spread of the coronavirus, which unfortunately is still ongoing. Um, we talked about how it might affect Switch production, how it was affecting PAX East, uh, which did still go on. People still went to it, seemed to have fun from what I saw. Yeah, I guess that's going to be like the ultimate litmus test right now. Like, we're just going to have to wait and see if there's any, like, uh, instances that can be traced back to PAX now. Yeah. Because there's, like, the two-week, like, incubation period that it has. So, like, in a week, you know, we might hear about a bunch of stories of people being like, oh, this guy that just, like, flew back from Boston, you know, has it and kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be the the big test, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, in the interim, a lot more things happened. A lot of companies, including Kojima Productions, pulled out of uh, GDC, the Game Developers Conference. Well, GDC was just completely postponed. Well, no, at first it was, they were pulling out of it, and then when the, you know, the dominoes started falling and companies were like, yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't. Sorry, we won't be there. We wish we could. Sorry. GDC was like, nope, we're just going to push the whole darn thing. Um, so is, is it rescheduled or is it just like... It was pushed back to uh, July, I July. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just been completely pushed back a couple months to July uh, just to see like where it goes from here. Is it going to die down? Is it going to get worse? We'll see, I guess. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, E3, a bunch of companies also pulled out of E3. Wow, Sony really set the bar on that one. They, they were the, the front runners. They pulled out of E3 first. <laughs> Years ahead of Years time. Years before. They it's saw like, this all coming. They're like oracles. We thought E3 was uncool before everyone else did. Wait a minute. PlayStation also put out the first Resident Evil game. Does there, do they know something? What do they know? I don't know. This is all just giant marketing for Resident Evil 3? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Figured it out. Um, but yeah, I mean... 
I I hope that this dies down. I mean, the president of the United States said that come April it's going to get warm and it'll go away, and maybe that's true. Who knows? But uh, it's, well, I think it's still happening in a bunch of like other warm countries. So I don't think that's. He also it. said no one's ever died of the flu before. His his grandpa and his died own of, grandfather, yeah, his great uncle or something, died of the flu. I don't think he's said that. He did, he very much yeah, he did. did. He even said he should have been a doctor because he knows so much more about this than everybody else. But let's not let's not do this. <laughs> let's not do this. No, uh, it is funny though. Uh, uh, TwitchCon was uh, postponed. Why is that all online? No, I mean it's a conference. Like a conference would Twitch people all come together. Oh, like, I Twitch didn't know if this was like GDQ or something like that, where most of it's done online. No, no, it's more like uh, VidCon, where like all the YouTubers get together. This is one where like all the Twitch streamers all get together. And yeah. shit in the ball pool. Uh, no, that was Tumblr. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry, different. That was da- that was da- that was Dashcon. <laughs> yeah, two very different things. Um, yeah, what else was there? Anything else in the last couple? Of weeks? I, I, honestly, there was a, a bunch so of them, much. so it was so hard to keep up to with them. Like eventually, I just kind of was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not even paying attention anymore. Because there's so like a ton of other people like pulled out of E3. Uh, like I said though, the E3 said like they're still gonna go forward, even though I think California is in a state of emergency right now. How when when, is, when isn't it? <laughs> it's always true. a drought or a fire. Or yeah, a it's wild. either on fire or has a plague outbreak yeah. going on. Which is sad. Poor California. Well, they're gonna separate from the country eventually, right? No. Well, no, uh, unless uh, an earthquake. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, well, yeah. That, that's physically. The, that's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. And then Rock is going to go and find his daughter. Uh, well, no, he'll, he'll be the governor of California by that point. He'll know where no, she is. No, he's talking about San, San Andreas. San no, I know. But we all know the Rock will be the governor of California. <laughs> yeah, they're and then, just going to keep moving through celebrities. Yeah, and then, and then the president. <laughs> it's going to happen. President Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully this, this whole worldwide issue gets taken care of sooner rather than later. Not just for the impact that it has on everything, including, you know, movies getting delayed, like the new Bond movie got delayed till November uh, as a result of it and things. So, but just for the safety and, you know, health of everybody, hopefully it gets uh, eradicated soon. Yes. Please wash your hands and cover yes. your mouth when you cough. Yeah. What song are you guys using to denote 20 seconds of hand washing? Have you guys picked one yet? Most people say happy birthday, but that's lame. You could do so much more fun things. I don't know. I wash my hands like 15 times a day, so I'm... I'm okay. <laughs> Joe, you hate music. What song are you using? I did. Joe just can't heard of this until Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the CDC recommends you wash your hands for 20 seconds, which is the time it takes to sing happy birthday. But some people are like, that's not fun. Uh, ones I've heard people using is uh, if you sing the chorus twice to no scrubs while scrubbing, uh, it actually is the perfect amount of time. I've heard the chorus to Miss Jackson also works if you sing it twice. <laughs> you thought about this, Joe? No. All right. This was completely... I just count. Same thing when I'm brushing my teeth. I just count. Hmm. Look, I, I work in a school filled with tons and tons of dirty kids. If this shit goes south, I'm dead no matter what happens. It's okay. We I'm basically spend... I'm basically just spend all my day like standing around in a petri dish of disease. I mean, they so could like I've pretty much schools. just I've just given up. <laughs> cool. So we'll get you a plastic bubble for next week. Yeah. And we'll do the podcast for you. Can do the podcast from inside there. We'll just like roll you in and. Uh, although the doors are a little small, so we might have to kind of force you through a little bit. But we'll make it work. If mm. it gets that bad, they'll just shut down schools anyway. You won't have to go. True. Japan's schools are shut down until April. Yeah. Although the Olympics yeah. are still on as of right now. Well, yeah, because it's still substantially not very close. Like, isn't it September? I said I thought it was like August. 
Either way. I think it's the end of August or early September, isn't it? Yeah. All I know is that uh, Akira predicted that the Tokyo Olympics 2020 would be shut down because of a plague. Huh. And then a nuclear bomb. No, the nuclear bomb happened way before. And that's why the plague happened. And then there was demons on the way home from school, on the way to the Olympics. Uh, I think drugs made them into demons, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in Akira, like, the bomb went off in, like, the 80s. Uh, and so it's Neo Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Neo Tokyo. The, there the was a Neo Tokyo Olympics yeah. in 2020 that was delayed because of a plague yep. in Akira, and I was like, "Huh, that book was written like 50 years or 40 years ago." What is what is Akira now? <laughs> a, a lot, apparently. What does Akira? Well, he now? did. He also floated everywhere. So, uh. well, yeah. What secrets is he hiding? Um, all right, lightning round. One secret that had been kept under wraps until this week uh, was something we were very much looking forward to, and that is a release date for Ghost of Tsushima. John, you're very interested in this game. How excited are you now that we know when Ghost of Tsushima is coming, and do you know when it is coming? Uh, it is June 26th, mm-hmm. and uh, they announced it with a like uh, more cinematic trailer than the other one. Still no gameplay, so I'm a little... Mm, like weary that i don't see what the game is like but not weary enough to where i didn't pre-order already so yeah so they came out with not just the regular release date but also a deluxe and a collector's which one did you pre-order the most expensive one okay and what comes in that most expensive one uh you get like a samurai like lower mask so like you know not the whole helmet or anything like that but the just the part for your junk uh, that's called the groin cloth Mm mm-hmm uh, or I call it a lower mask. <laughs> lower mask. <laughs> and just call it a lower mask. I don't know. Is that what you call your underwear too? Yeah, your lower a, mask. Yeah, it's a lower mask. <laughs> uh, a lower face mask. Is oh, that better? Face. Gotcha. Uh, covers your your nose. And it's called it's, a Sakai mask. Yeah. Or a Sakai Sakai mask. Sakai. You got it right. All right. Um, and a stand. Sicky. I think. Sicky mask. Uh, it's sake, and that's alcohol. Um, uh, and then it comes with a map, like a cloth flag, um. A bunch of other, like, paper things. Uh, There's an art book, a steel book, of course, because everything has an art book and a steel book. Yeah. I think a soundtrack, and then um, some DLC stuff. Yeah, and the DLC stuff is what comes in that deluxe edition. Right, and you can get that without the physical things. Um, The deluxe edition has a steel book and then the, the DLC as well. Yeah, I think the the deluxe edition is 80, the game is 60, and then the collector's is 160. It's 170. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, like the, at first I was just like, that's a lot of money for this. And then I was like, I'm, I'm just going to get it. Like, I don't, at the, at the, it's a lot of money, but it's also like just kind of generic samurai stuff. Yeah, so which is totally cool. like, I can just put that up with my Sekiro stuff and just be like, yeah, that's my samurai video game shelf area. So yeah. Perfect. And like, also it's, I, Sucker Punch doesn't make bad games, so I'm sure it's going to be a good game. And I had a trouble getting the Sekiro collector's edition the first time around i granted i got it in the long run but like i kept checking every day to yeah, wait until they put it up you don't want to have to miss out on it no and decide later that you want it yeah so i just i decided to just pre-order it now um but it's still like that's not terribly far away for no gameplay i hope we get some sort of gameplay soon yeah yeah I, it's, it's <laughs> honestly surprising that it's june because that seems really quick mm-hmm. um but i think it's also was one of those things where it got impacted by the move of last of us to the fall yeah definitely. where like if last of us had still come out in the spring i feel like ghost of tsushima probably would have been in august or september like it would have just taken i feel like that took its release date and just kind of moved yeah this up and they're like are you ready can you move it up I'm like, yeah we'll be ready yeah 
So well, I mean, we don't even necessarily know if it was moved up. True, sure, this always could have been it, and they wanted to wait until... Yeah, they just were like trying to keep it under wraps. They're like, all right, we just want to make sure it's perfect, and then once we're close to the announcement, then we announce it. Yeah, because you don't want to postpone two of your exclusives in the same year to both be the same time frame, like, frame or whatever. And around a new yeah, console launch. exactly. Which we still don't know anything about, and I can't believe it. Like The, the time we thought it was coming is long past. We're at the end of that New York thing, gone. What if they just do like an Apple thing where like they announce all the stuff and then they're like, and you can buy it tomorrow. It just, there's no way you could sit in the back of GameStops and not have somebody and like leak it. I mean, I guess you could have, you could schedule for like super early morning deliveries, but, and like you do the, you do the press announcement that it's available tomorrow at 10 a.m. and all the shipments get delivered at noon or two, then there they are. They're in the back for one day. I guess, but I just don't. You gotta like give time for people like pre-order yeah. and stuff. Because I mean, the Apple thing is different. Because like people always want to get the newest phone. It happens every year. It's not really a surprise, so you don't need to do like a big unveiling for it. You always kind of know what it is. With a new system, like you don't really know what it is until yeah. they tell you. There's less leaks. It's harder to see what it can do or what it's gonna look like outside of just the physical box mm-hmm. than it is, I think, a phone. But well, and also I didn't think about this, but like phones are also leased ninety percent of the time. Whereas yeah. consoles are not. So. No consoles. Yeah, like you need to give people time to build up the hype and the want for it. Uh, and ultimately, I think the reason that we haven't heard anything is it's still coming down to price. Is that they don't want to price it too high and have the They're Xbox for swoop Xbox. in. Yeah. Um, but also, like the rumor <laughs> is they it costs like four fifty to manufacture, and they don't know if they want to go to five hundred because that could price themselves out of it. But I think of kind of idiot would spend five hundred dollars on a console. I know, right? Wasn't yeah. the PS3 six hundred bucks though? Yeah, it was, and that, yeah, and that sunk them for that generation until like the very end of it. Like, yeah. Those first few years, it was nobody was buying a PS3 because they were six hundred dollars. Where everyone was buying an Xbox because it was four hundred or five hundred or whatever. Yeah, was, I just so. expect it's going to be five. That's what I assume, and I'm totally okay with paying that price if it does all the things that it supposedly is going yeah. to do, and it's backwards compatible with all my controllers, and my VR, and everything. Then. Sure, why not? I really hope they come up with like a TV bundle like they did with the pros. Yeah, I think that'll be more store specific, yeah. if anything. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll see when we get more information on that. Uh, something new that we got information on this week, or maybe last week, I don't remember anymore. I wrote them all down when I saw them. Um, but we're getting a new uh, Samurai Jack game. The For the first time probably since the PS2 era, if there even was one before. There was? I know he's been in other games. I have it actually. I know he's been in other games. Like he was in all those like Nicktoons crossover event games, like Nicktoons Racing, and there was like a Nicktoons like Smash Brothers clone type thing. Yeah. Then like Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob and uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah, there was one on the PS2 called The Shadow of a Coup. Yep. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I have it. Uh, and they ported, uh, or they had one for the GBA as well, Samurai Jack, the Amulet of Time. Neither of them are very good. <laughs> Just letting you know. Uh, but this one looks pretty decent. Like, I've never been a huge Samurai Jack fan, but it, uh, it looked like a pretty decent shot at a, a game here. What did you guys think? Did you guys watch the trailer? I uh, completely I missed this, actually. Just now. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Are you excited to potentially have a Samurai Jack game? Do you guys like Samurai Jack? I Samurai, love Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack is weird um, in the fact that, like, I never really watched Samurai Jack, but whenever like it was on and I came across it, I absolutely loved it. 
Like every episode that I have seen of Samurai Jack was always fantastic, but I never actually like sat down to watch the series. That's how like Archer is for me. Where like every time I watch an episode of Archer, I'm like, this is really funny. I should definitely watch this show. And then I just never do. Yeah. Um, so like, and I love a lot of the other like uh, Genny Tarkovsky stuff. Like obviously Star Wars Clone Wars and stuff was fantastic. Like oh, his, yeah. his animated Clone Wars stuff was phenomenal. Um, and he has a, a new show coming out on Adult Swim, I think, that's supposed to be, like, the stuff I've seen from it looks really, really good. It's already out. Yeah, he had one come out at the tail end of last year called Primal, I think. That's the one, yeah. yeah it was, like, yeah. about a caveman and stuff. Yeah, and, the, the, like, the clips out. I saw that looked fantastic. Yeah, I think it was a mini series. Like yeah, five-part series or oh, something five? like that. Yeah, something like that. I knew it was short. I mean, I DVR'd it and then never watched it. Same. <laughs> Same. It's all there, saved, for the inevitable day that I don't watch it. I mean, I'll probably sit down and watch it in one go if it's only five episodes. Yeah, and hopefully now it's on YouTube in one long cut, like the Adult Swim um, Clone Wars. It's all in one cut? Yeah, like the, you can just watch the two hours of ten-minute things on YouTube. Oh, I guess, yeah, they are really short. Yeah. 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 So, but um, that should be pretty cool. I know, obviously, a fan-favorite um, property, so hopefully it gets its, gets its due in video game form. What kind of game is it? Uh, it's just like an action. It's, an action. Yeah. it's only going to be 40 bucks too, so it's not a full release. Uh, yeah, but I mean, is it like side-scroller? 3D? It's a third-person action game. Oh, okay. It's just an ad, like a hack and slash. Hmm. I mean, uh, based on the screenshots, it looks like Samurai Jack, so it could be okay. Yeah, it's a Samurai Jack. The Battle Through Time. Uh, it's coming out Windows, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So you'll be able to, to choose where you play it. Uh, lightning round speaking of beloved properties and video games um we got a leak on the playstation network via like the data miners and people who go scraping the back end of the playstation store uh came across a mysterious new thing called star wars project maverick um all that's known about the game at this point is it's being supposedly it's now being made by ea motive which is it's a smaller scale game that's being worked on by them um and nothing and it's non-vr um the little icon for it on the playstation store basically just showed a star destroyer and some x-wings either flying towards or away from it so the the conventional wisdom seems to be that it's going to be some kind of like dogfighting game or maybe rogue squadron-esque mm. but more just on a smaller scale yeah um, so not like full, probably not full fledged giant story mode with weaving interconnected battles. Probably just more of like a, you know, mission based thing. Yeah, which I'm totally okay with because I think I talked about a couple weeks ago what games I'd like to see like come back, and I you know Rogue, Rogue Squadron, Squadron is always one of those games that like I always found really fun and wish that we did have another one like yeah. that. Or if those games got remastered and ported over to modern systems, like I would love to play that GameCube one on Switch again. Like, that game was super awesome, whatever one, Rogue Squadron 2 or whatever it was called, I don't remember. But that game was great. Um, what do you guys think about Project Maverick? Uh, well, it's Project Maverick, so I have a feeling that the title could change. Yeah. If it's Project Maverick, it's a little on the nose. If It, it is a, like, uh, dogfighting, dog yeah. like, space battle game. Especially with Top Gun Maverick also coming out this year. And that's exactly, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh. And then there's the other, it's like the Pokemon Red and Blue version. There's uh, Star Wars Goose as well. What? I, I get what he's saying. 
It's a bad joke, is what it is. I always thought it was, I'm just going to sit here in silence for now. I thought okay. there was a Star Wars Goose game for a second. And I got yeah, really Star excited. Wars Project Maverick and yeah. Star Wars Project Goose is the spin-off, like the side system Gotcha. Game. No, yeah. I, I get you now. It's no. about half as long as well. I, uh, <laughs> every time I hear Goose now in the video game talk, you just, just think, think of Untitled, untitled Goose, Goose Game. game. You just yeah. think Honk. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I was walking in, I was walking in a bar and they had a bunch of Goose Island taps with the Goose Head and I was like, man, they should really do an Untitled Goose Beer. Like that would be really fun. I'm and sure it exists. Nah, but like, it wouldn't be worth it for the 15 people that would get that joke that mm. would also go into, you know. Brewed with actual goose poop. Yeah, oh. sure. Why not? It's super, like, drink it and become super annoying to all your friends. <laughs> Constantly honking and making them drop stuff. Uh, uh, but otherwise, uh, I am totally down for another Star Wars, like, space combat thing. Those mm-hmm. games are always great. Uh, Star Wars. What the, what the fuck was the name of the one on the Nintendo 64? Rogue Squadron. Was that Rogue Squadron? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they made it for the GameCube, or a third one for the GameCube. I, well, there was like so many of them that I kind of forget which, which ones are which. It's yeah. like, is it X-Wing, Starfighter, this one, that one? I, I always get like oh, yeah, confused. Oh, yeah, because it's like X-Wing, TIE Fighter, X-Wing, V-TIE Fighter. Like There's the... Star Wars Starfighter. Uh, so, yeah, Rogue Squadron was uh, Windows and N64. That okay. was made by Factor 5. Uh, and then there was Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader. That was on the GameCube. Rogue Cube. Leader. So Rogue yeah, Leader. Yeah. And then Rogue Squadron 3 Rebel Strike. Um, that was, I think, on the GameCube as well. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I played a shit ton of uh, Rogue Squadron on the Nintendo 64. That game was fantastic. Yeah. And I also just like a lot of other like dogfighting games. Uh, I like Ace Combat. Ace Combat. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Skies on the Xbox was one of my like favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that game's so good. It's but so there, there was good. more than just that, though, because like, it had like the RPG elements to it. I'm just saying, like I, I miss a good yeah, like in general dogfighting game. Yeah. And if they make a good Star Wars one recently, that would be really fun. Yeah, I it, it, if that is what it is, it is kind of a bummer that it's not VR because I would absolutely love a Star Wars dogfighting game that also had VR capabilities. And I'm sure it's going to be coming at some point. Yeah, I mean they they added VR missions to Battlefront One, but it was like super quick and. Like I would definitely go out and you know get another flight joystick to to try to play that if if it was in VR. If not, I don't care to play it that way. But uh, hopefully, maybe it'll get patched in in the future if people demand it. If that even is what what the game is. So uh, I don't know when we'll get confirmation of it. The fact that the store page in the PlayStation Store exists means that an announcement must be coming soon. But. I uh, I don't know what that means. Mm. I mean, I don't know if that was maybe something that was supposed to be announced at PAX before they pulled out, or if this is, or if we're getting a state of play coming up, which always usually has that one licensed game or that one big game right. that they throw in right at the start uh, before disappointing you throughout the rest of it. <laughs> um, but I mean, maybe we'll get one of those, and maybe that's where we'll get first gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima now that that's the next yeah. game to come out. Um, so I'm thinking maybe we get a surprise state of play at some point coming over the next few weeks. Maybe that's where we start to see what that game is and what Ghost of Tsushima is as well. But we'll see. Uh, lightning round. We got Stadia news. They're still still fighting the good fight, uh, trying desperately to Ugh. not fall into obscurity as everyone thought that they might. Um, but they're plucking people from the industry. Uh, Who would they pluck this time, Joe? Uh, recently they announced that the, uh, former, well, uh, she was the head of Sony Santa Monica Studios, uh, Shannon Studstill, uh, is going to be taking over a new development studio, uh, for Google Stadia. Um, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, 
I don't. I mean, I guess I imagine they had to have thrown a ton of money at her. But yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah, but that like going from Sony Sony Santa Monica, which just recently made God of War, and you have which is a universally like loved game. Yeah, you're set for there. Like, if you make God of War two, it's going to be a hit. Which most likely is happening. Yeah, on the PS5. I mean, it, it ends on a cliffhanger, so obviously there is a sequel to be coming. To then jump ship to a sinking ship? <laughs> yeah, but it could be one of those things where you could be the person that is then tasked with turning this around and be like, wow, I can't believe Stadia was floundering. And then your game from your new studio at Stadia. Yeah, the only thing I can imagine, like they're just hiring her now to come over there. The it's game is grinding. not going to be ready for a while. Yeah, yeah. two years at minimum. If do it's you, a small scale game. Do you, you know think I mean? if... if Stadia is going the way that Stadia has gone. You think it's even going to be around in two years for them to make a new game for it? I feel like maybe because I think that over time they can iron out. Like over time, they're going to add those features in that everybody wants. Over time, they're going to add more games that people want. Like it's one of those things where this shouldn't have never rolled out as a full scale unveiling. It should have been a beta and it should have been like a progressive thing. And. Over time, I think it'll get to that point and the technology will keep getting better and better that like maybe five years from now, when those Stadia only games are ready to come out, the assist, the, you know, the platform may be what people want it to be. And they may jump back in, especially founders that like have their controllers already, like might as well just dive back into it. Now it has 4K on my computer and it works on every phone and all these different things. So like maybe, you know, maybe it's just the time. If they stick with it long enough, it'll work out for them in the end, and that's what they're still hoping on. This just feels like if I was making an app for Google Glass. <laughs> hey guys, my Google Glass app is ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Does mean, anyone still have Google Glass? Uh, no. Did you see no? there is a, There's uh, a new Amazon Google. Alexa glasses coming out? Also, Google just announced a new set of glasses. Like, the other really? Day. Yeah. Yeah. So what? it's it's not yeah. technically dead. Yeah. Nice try, Joe. What? Yeah. It's like Alexa frames or something like that is Amazon. No, I'm I'm not really surprised by the the Amazon one. The fact that they're still trying to do Google Glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're constantly changing and updating. It's like more expensive, and it's obviously still for just the weird. I haven't really heard anything about that in like three years. No. There's a reason. Yeah, no People one cares. Quietly working on it, Joe. Which is what this person's going to be doing. What was their stadium. What was their like Facebook competition? Uh, I don't know. Facebook competition? They had like Google groups or something like that. It was like their their version of a social Google media Plus. thing. Oh, yeah, Google, Google Plus. Plus. Yeah. 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 All I'm saying is Google for being like this huge, massive corporation, they make a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're constantly trying everything and some things work and some things don't. And like whatnot. what's the uh, Gmail? <laughs> it's like Gmail's the only right? thing that's like worked from <laughs> Google. Uh, or I don't know, Google. Oh, and okay, yeah. <laughs> they also hire uh, goats to trim their lawn. That's true. So yes. friendly. Good for them. I mean, yeah. they make good phones. They have good cell service. Oh, yeah. I always forget about the Google phones. Yeah. So you they only have ever things. think of Android and uh, iPhone. Oh, you iPhone. know who makes Android? Google. Wait, Google makes Android? Yeah. Oh, I thought Android was its own company. No, it's Google. Oh, so, okay then. There All right, you go. So yeah, they got that. Do you want to keep naming things that aren't Google that turns out are Google? <laughs> what about this uh, streaming service for videos that you can upload? Well, they to? didn't make YouTube; they bought YouTube. But probably. it is theirs now. But does it run? And also, YouTube is like a massive money sink, and it is like terrible for their company. 
Oh, well, but yet they keep doing but it. But they keep like doing it because Stadia. they have to. See, YouTube and Stadia, same thing. You've, you've proven it, Joe. Stadia is the YouTube of games. They See, there it is. We'll see. We'll see what she's doing in a couple of years once her game finally comes out for that studio. Putting if out the does. game of the year. Yeah, could be. The unbelievable God smash of hit. <laughs> the unbelievable smash hit. Happy International Women's Day, everybody. God <laughs> uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we're sticking with streaming because uh, while things are looking just the same for Google, uh, maybe a little bit better, I guess, if you believe that they'll come out with a game. Uh, things are trending downwards for uh, NVIDIA GeForce now, unfortunately. Uh, they are the exact opposite of Stadia in that they started really high when they first came out. Everyone was like, this is it. This is what Stadia should have been. Stadia's dead. Here we go. Um, and it was good. Uh, and then the companies that were involved in making sure that you could play all your games on GeForce Now went, wait a minute, we're not getting enough money for how good this is. You can't have our stuff anymore. Uh, so they've all decided to be bad at sharing. Uh, first, it was Activision Blizzard. Uh, said, nope, none of our games can be played. You only negotiated for the beta, and we want more of that uh, scratch. Then Bethesda was like, nope, uh, no one wants to play Fallout 76 anyway, but now you can't, so nah, 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 nah. Uh, and then this week, we also got uh, 2K games pulling out. Um, so so they, you can't play your wrestling online? Uh, I don't even think they make wrestling for the PC anymore. I think it's just NBA, if it even is NBA. At is it point. the publisher or the, the, the developer, though? What, like 2K games? Like the... Yeah, isn't WWE 2K still? Yeah, but I don't know that they make it for PC. Oh, it's just like it's not out on the computer. At yeah, all. I don't know that there is a PC I have version. Because no um, for a while they were, and then they might have stopped, and like the baseball ones were, and then obviously those stopped. And I thought NBA might yeah. have stopped, but they might still be available. And obviously the older titles would be av- would have been available as well. Still, yeah. Um, but that includes Borderlands. Uh, yep. It says it's out for Microsoft Windows. Oh, okay. There you 2K20. Go. Well, you can't play it on. Uh, well, now you can't play it on GeForce now. It's gone. I think it might have been one of those where it came out like six months later or something like that. Or yeah. it came out in January like as opposed PC to, games. you know, October or whenever the other one came out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's another company. Uh, I mean, GeForce Now is still great for all of the games that you can still play on it. Uh, but if companies continue to go this way of saying, hey, what was our contract with them? What Can we, can we get more money somehow? Um, that will obviously diminish the value, which is a shame because it was such a good service uh but if like if your games are still on there and you're still enjoying it great uh it would suck to have been an early adopter who like paid up for the full year and then lost access to all the games you wanted to play i don't know how they're handling that i haven't seen anything like that i mean do you guys think this is just a cash grab from those companies or do you think this is more hey we're 2k we have enough library of games we're gonna launch our own streaming service i thought that about activision and maybe bethesda but not 2k I don't think 2K has enough interest in, like, fan, fan interest as well. Like, where somebody's going to be like, oh, we're going to pay for the 2K online service. I mean, uh, so what does 2K put out? Like, obviously, like, the 2K sports games and stuff. But don't they also put out a bunch of other stuff? Yeah, I mean, they are... Um, Borderlands is their probably big one. Like, yeah, their Borderlands, the Bioshock trilogy, uh, what else? Civilization games... Um, amongst others so I mean those are some big ones obviously they're all a little bit older except for Borderlands 3 obviously which I'm sure people would love to be playing like on their phones or on their you know not great gaming tablets instead of just on their dedicated rigs Um, 2k I don't know what kind of following that has on the PC that always just seems to me like more of a console game 
Um, and obviously Bioshock's a little bit older. Civilization games is probably one that people might be feeling the hit on because that would be one that would be really cool to play wherever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's just, it just goes down to what I, I talked about a, a while back about there like being way too many different subscription services. If you're going through all of your subscription services, I can't picture 2K being one of the ones that you're like, well, I got to set aside $5 a month for my 2K streaming service subscription. It depends, though. Like, if you're uh, like, a huge, I guess if you're a huge Civ fan. Or Borderlands fan. Or even, like, you know, the ability to play a full-fledged game of 2K NBA on my phone would be awesome. Like, I would love to have that. But, again, I like I'm not a dedicated enough pc gamer to where i have that library and obviously it'll affect everybody differently yeah but you're right just in the grand scheme of things it would be silly for 2k to be like we're going to launch our own streaming service because the money it would take to pour into it i don't think they'd see a return on investment activision blizzard does make more sense yeah um but 2k would be a tough sell on that one that one seems more like a a cash grab negotiation than anything else Mm -hmm. Which hopefully, you know, GeForce can come to terms with all these people and, you know, still have it be a worthwhile endeavor for the, the players. Because it is, it was a cool service, you know, when it when it worked for me, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. And if I had like a setup where I had a phone controller and, or like a, you know, or my PS4 controller could connect to my tablet or something, then like I probably would have played it a lot more. But uh, I guess we'll see how it, uh, how it goes. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, the Wonderful 101 ended its Kickstarter this week. Uh, we talked about it, obviously, before it even got announced, we knew. Mm-hmm. Broke that story, probably, or read it on the internet and then told you all about <laughs> it. Who knows? Who's, who's to say? We broke it to maybe some of you. Yeah, we broke we, we all, all the breaking. We broke it. Uh, it was ours. What a scoop. Uh, but they ended their uh, Kickstarter this week and then confirmed that the Kickstarter wasn't even about money. It was just about making sure you wanted to play The Wonderful 101. Which is what Kickstarter is probably about half the time yeah um some yeah sometimes it's about gaining funds and sometimes it's about just making sure that the thing we think you want you really do mm-hmm. um so despite not being about money it actually made quite a bit of money joe how much money did it make uh it made uh we get the actual number so there was in the end there was uh thirty three thousand one hundred ninety nine backers for the project uh, and it made two hundred thirty-five million three hundred twenty thousand five hundred twenty-eight yen, uh, which is two million seventy-two thousand and change. Okay. Did any of those millions of dollars include money from your wallets? It sure did. And yes. Nice. What did you guys end up going with? What tier? Just the regular Just... physical copy of the game. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, the like, if you backed it, you get a backer exclusive cover of the game. Like, obviously, the game is going to be released to mass market afterwards. Yeah. It's basically just like if you want to have like the special backer version, you can back it. So I was like, ah, I mean, I'm going to get the game anyways, yeah, so I might well. as well get the one with like the exclusive uh, cover, so I can at least point at it and be like, hey, look, like it's a collector's item. I did a thing. thing. I helped make that. I mm. told them I wanted it, and they gave it to me. Mm-hmm. They didn't need my money, but they just needed my endorsement, and I endorsed it, and here's a cover that says I endorsed it. Mm-hmm. So you excited? Uh, Does that, are you now more excited knowing that like it met the goals, it's got all these cool extra stretch goals, and you're getting I mean, it met things. the goal within like yeah. five minutes of the, the project like, going up. But now that your money is invested in it, does this give you a sense of like an extra sense of hype for it? Because it comes out in what, like a month, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's April is the release date. I thought it said we. It comes out in April, but we get our stuff in May. Oh, I mean, yeah. So either way, it's still pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like you, you can get it from Amazon right now if you want. 
like you can pre-order it on Amazon. Okay, um, cool. But, and I think those versions probably come out sooner. But like, since they have to like filter out the rest of the um, the tiered stuff, like the keychains and all that stuff, that's going to take a little longer. That also seems to be how it works with that's Kickstarters. So- that like, you kickstart it, you back it, you're really the last person to get it. Yeah, and then the regular people can buy it at a store before you get your special. That's the thing. way it worked with Bloodstain too. Yeah, and uh, I think my number nine was that way, which is like it sucks that you put your money in ahead of time and you pre-order it and you're the last one to get it. But I mean, it happens a lot of times with like the limited run games that I buy. You know, I order them off of the limited run like website because uh, I want like the limited run exclusive covers. But then I can go to Best Buy like weeks and the, before the and the, like the, the Best Buy cover versions yeah. are there on the shelf. Yeah. And I kind of look at it and go like, eh, I kind of want to play it now, but I want that fancy cover that I ordered. I'm not so going to to play this, so I don't really care. I mean, I didn't play it on the Wii U. Well, that's because I was on the Wii U. With, yeah. but, <laughs> Nobody did. John but like, I'm not in a rush to, to play <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. so I can wait. I, I mostly just backed it because I knew that it was something that I would want to physically have. Yeah, and you like you want to play it, obviously. Yeah. But I'm sure there are other things in the meantime. It's not like that's the only game you'll have the opportunity to play in the no. next few months. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. So congrats to everyone who got what they wanted and got their keychains or their t-shirts or their name in the credits or got blocked by Camille. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of you guys. Did you even consider trying to get blocked on Twitter, Joe? I don't have Twitter. Did you consider creating a Twitter? <laughs> creating a Twitter blocked? just to get blocked by him. Creating a Twitter, spending hundreds of dollars just to get blocked by that one person. You could also <laughs> and then deleting just, like, my Twitter. Be yeah. a dick to him to get blocked for free, but it's true. You could just ask yeah, but him a he, question. He personally like blocks you. Oh, like he like writes a thing like I am blocking this person right. and posts it on his Twitter and then yeah. blocks you, and then you can't go and look at that block because you've been blocked by him. There you go. So you would never know. Uh, you know what? I wonder, did they reach the stretch goal where he had to unblock everybody he blocked? It wasn't a stretch goal. It was uh, like a, f- uh, a social media campaign, like, thumbs up goal sort of thing. Oh, uh, okay. But you had to, like, like a thing on Facebook, and the enough, uh, like, as many people liked it, they had other stretch goals. Okay. Or, like, retweet or something like that. Like, uh, it was across social media, so I'm sure everyone counted as a point. And yeah. the very last year was he unblocks everyone. Oh, fun. But Which I, I thought was kind of weird because, like, one of the goals is do this, get blocked, do this, get unblocked. <laughs> well, and that's why I think yeah, it was, like, such an astronomically high – I think it was, like, 30 million, like, retweets or something like that. Mm-hmm. So not, it would never, never would have gotten to no. it. But what if it did? Um, that's still cool, though. Uh, lightning Round Platinum. That's not the only game Platinum is coming out with. This one that got announced uh, is not far off, though. Right? Hmm? The what? new Platinum game? Huh? Oh, I mean, I know the new what? Platinum. I didn't know what you meant by not far off. Not far off from, like, the Release? wonderful 101. It's oh, very closely tied. I thought tied you meant, like, it was the... also coming out next oh, month. No, no, I was like, no, 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 it's no. not. No, no, no. It's not far off from the previous topic of the wonderful 101. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, not only did the, uh, they announce their... Uh, I mean, this was before they actually finished the campaign that this was all announced, because uh, this was a couple weeks ago, because uh, of our little delay, but they did announce the their next Platinum game. Um, which is called uh, Project GG Agogo. Uh, and this game is the, I don't want to say like spiritual successor. GG? Uh, it's the third part in a like trilogy of superhero games that they're doing. So uh, Wonderful 101 was a like successor to the Beautiful Joe franchise. And this one is successor to both of those. So this is the third game in uh, Hideki Kamiya's like superhero like trilogy thing yeah so uh 
Beautiful Joe was supposed to be like kind of a parody of Super Sentai Power Rangers type superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonderful 101 was like a parody of like a modern superhero like groups, yeah, like Avengers book. kind of thing, like yeah. comic book groups. Uh, and this one is a parody of the Ultraman franchise. Okay. Uh, so uh, not much is known about the game other than just a trailer that was put out, but the trailer is... A guy, like a, a a giant monster attacking a city, and then like a little dog is about to get crushed from a building falling on top of him, and then a guy runs in and transforms into a Ultraman esque uh, super like giant superhero to fight the monster. Um, can't really see him; it's all like shadowed out, but like it has all the staples of Ultraman. Like he does the Ultraman pose; he kind of makes an Ultraman noise that Ultraman makes. Um, the one thing that's kind of interesting is when you see the characters in this game running around, you see like the character in his normal human form, it looks like a regular character, mm-hmm. unlike the beautiful Joe and, uh, wonderful one one which are all like super deformed giant head, like little chibi eyes characters. Yeah, yeah. So it does have a different aesthetic to it than the other one, but that could potentially change from the game. Like this is more just a teaser trailer. So that might've just been like. Yeah, it looks like this right now, but it's going to look more like a beautiful Joe type thing when the game comes out. Yeah. Um, but for this, it seems right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge push for Ultraman in like the world right now. Uh, Marvel has an Ultraman comic book coming out. They're releasing all the Ultraman series on Blu-ray in America. Got pop figures first to Yeah, retail. pop figures just came out recently. Oh, now this game. Disgusting pop figures. They're terrible pop figures. They have eyes. They're they weird. Eyes. They should not have eyes. No. Um, but I'm excited for this this uh, push that it's getting. Uh, one thing I was thinking, though, is, okay, so now they have the wonderful one-on-one coming out on Switch. I'm assuming this is probably going to come out on Switch. Now they need to like redo Beautiful Joe. Which mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't done by now. Yeah. I know. It's got re-released on everything since GameCube. Yeah, it's been like GameCube, PS3, PS2. It was on PS3. It wasn't? I feel like they just keep putting it out on I think things. it was only on the Maybe I'm thinking of Okami. PS2. I know it was on Okami's PS2. Okami's on everything. It would have been ported to PS3 as part of like the backwards compatibility mm-hmm. at first. For some reason, I thought it came out on... Maybe it was Vita. Is there one on the Vita or the PSP? I think there was like a side game on the PSP. Uh, yeah. Or maybe on the 3DS. Uh, it was only released on GameCube and PlayStation 2. Yeah. Is there a... Spin- there is a Beautiful Joe and a Beautiful Joe 2. Okay. Uh, I don't know what Beautiful Joe 2 came out on. Wasn't there a side game on a handheld platform though? I think the, the 3DS had a Beautiful Joe on it. Uh, I don't know. We are searching. Hmm. Very strange. Uh, a minor commercial success, the game spawned a few sequels were released seen on other consoles such as the PlayStation Portable and the Nintendo DS. There you go. Yep. That I don't remember the... those ones personally, though. That was the thing that which we said. So, there it is. You will remember the box art, though. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I guess not. The, was it Red Hot Rumble? Or no, that was a different game. No, there's two of them. There was Double Trouble and... Uh, I don't remember what the P- oh, yeah. PSP game was called. Red Hot Rumble came out on the PSP as well as the GameCube. So it's a mission-based fighter beat 'em up. All right, I recognize the Red Hot Rumble cover. Yeah, because I recognize the guy with the blue suit. There you go, blue suit guy, the famous character from Beautiful Joe, Red Hot Rumble, blue suit guy. Mm-hmm. Good times. But yeah, that should be a fun game and something obviously you can play after you're done with the Wonderful 101. Whenever now, obviously, there's no release. Right, this is just a teaser, and we'll find yeah, out it's just more. a teaser. No information as to anything else right now. Okay, uh, I find it 
funny. I don't know. Like, is it weird to announce a new game like just as this other one is also like? No, it's I getting mean, pushed, or you, is that the perfect time to announce it? Because you're like, all right, the hype is there for one for one one. Next one, go, go. Yeah, well, and especially since they are um, so close to one another, um, I think it makes sense to do it now. Where like everyone's talking about Wonderful One Hundred One, they now have a litany of emails of people interested in Wonderful One Hundred One that they can email blasts to say like, hey, we know you super love Wonderful One Hundred One, and you can't wait to play it again on new consoles well we've got this new game that you should definitely keep your eyes peeled on because you're already a fan of one you'll probably be a fan of the other mm. so i think tying them closely together does kind of make sense yeah strike away the iron iron hot exactly like you know that there is you know what is it would you say three hundred thousand people or whatever that are definitely super interested in thirty three thousand thirty three thousand so now those are potentially thirty three thousand people who are now can be super interested in the ultraman one mm. But like I said, now I just want them to re-release like a something for Beautiful Joe, just so yeah. I can have them like all together. Yeah, and that that wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Would you kickstart that one too, just to make sure that you want it? If it has an exclusive cover, okay, there you go. <laughs> of course, yeah, make it happen. Just say it out loud, and it happens. Mm-hmm. Good for you. All right, the lightning round. We got a bunch of uh, movie news uh, this week. Uh, first up, we got the posters for the Monster Hunter movie, which show. Monster Hunter looking things, right, Joe? Uh, yeah. I mean, it certainly does look like Monster Hunter. The weapons are dead on. They look exactly accurate to like what you would see in the Monster Hunter games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like saw blade thing and uh, the giant bow, yeah, made of like t- uh, teeth. Um, I would say like one thing: the the suits, while looking semi accurate. In Monster Hunter, the, the like armor sets and stuff are ridiculous looking to yeah. the point where like there's no way an actual human being could function while wearing those. So I'm not surprised that these ones have been toned down. Like you might see more ornate ones in the background kind of thing, but there's no way you're gonna have Mila Jovovich running around in this like ridiculous giant suit of plate mail armor kind of What I could see the one thing that I could think that they could do with that is because they come from the real world, supposedly, they may have a, a knowledge of like modern day electronics and robotics and stuff. And you might get like a mech suit that looks like those giant ridiculous things, but it's powered by something. So that way they can they can run around in it. I don't like want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, like an Edge of Tomorrow kind of thing uh, where they're like, see, it's a nod to the video game, wink, wink, but it's also like kind of a mech. You don't want that, Joe? No, that'd be too cool. Even if it makes it look like... A realistic armor set for Monster Hunter? No. No, just too knowing, weird. knowing that it's mech-based is taking you right out of it. Yeah. I mean, this, the whole, like, real-world people going into their world thing is dumb enough. Yeah. Hey, it worked for Sonic. In reverse. <sighs> but he went to a different planet. He didn't go to a different existence. No, he went to a different dimension, I thought. No, he just di- said, like, every other planet has the same uh, t- travel. Yeah, he was just from another planet. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. But, Joe, this is also a very Japanese trope going on now. The Sekai trope of uh, oh, yeah. normal people getting transported. Well, that's usually like you die and they're reincarnated in another world. Not necessarily. Like, people just, like, fall over and then, like, trip through a puddle and now they're in some other weird world. No, real they, world they need to be hit by a truck while crossing the street. The, 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 <laughs> half of the time, that's how it happens, yes. There's a there's actually a, a manga that's just about a guy that drives a truck around hitting people so he can send them to other worlds to be heroes. <laughs> Amazing! What a, good, what a good guy! Yeah, you know he's really doing he's doing some good work. He's saving countless lives. Does yeah. he aim for the children and hope that someone jumps? Well, in jumps front of in the way and pushes them out yeah. of the way. Wow. Yeah. 
he just drives around and he's like, I'm sending heroes to other worlds. That's amazing. Yeah, he's like he's like the Zordons. Fucking parody of a parody of a parody. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I said this to John, uh, and it, like it's entirely possible that this is just what they're using for the poster, but uh, the Monster Hunter games are usually really, really colorful and filled with like lush jungles with like ridiculous, like, giant glowing mushrooms and yeah. all sorts of ridiculous like aesthetics to it. And it this looks trailer more like is just Avatar than yeah, yeah. Mad Max, which yeah, is yeah. what these look like. Yeah, and this is just brown desert in these yeah. posters and this is just a poster that could be like one scene but like if you're trying to sell monster hunter make the poster look like monster hunter don't make it look like the antithesis of monster hunter they're yeah. not trying to sell monster hunter though it's called monster hunter it's yeah. monster hunter but they're not trying to sell it to monster hunter fans they should yeah no they're trying to sell it to normal people uh, normal people like things that are colorful yeah but like I, looking at that the avatar like, made the most money ever that yeah. like, looks very simplistic and it's like oh it's a nice poster like that could be interesting it gets people curious rather than like if it was just overload of jungle shit they'd be like what the fuck is going on i don't know i just feel like everything is always dull brown if you make something colorful that's going to catch your eye a lot more than just oh it just looks like drab people did go see jumanji in droves and that was you know lush jungle and not obviously as but also based colorful on a franchise. and cartoony and, and monster hunter is a franchise but like a, a video game franchise video game versus franchise. like a, a beloved classic movie that people loved yeah. in the 90s so it, it's similar but different like i'm sure there's parallels and yeah it would be great if you could take it to a more lush existence but this could again just be one part of the monster hunter world because there's also the ice part and the jungle part and this is the desert part for the movie and then maybe the sequel if there is one they go to a lush jungle with the glowing mushrooms and the you know the fanciful flora and fauna i was also thinking about this as like if I had seen this poster and didn't know about the video games, I would have thought this is the most generic fucking movie ever. It's called Monster Hunter. Yeah. And it's just like a dude on a, like, you know, desert plane. Yeah. Like, what, what? Could you have tried a little harder, please? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you make it, like, colorful and stuff, it'll attract your eye and be like, all right, like, this looks like it's something. Like you said, the, the Avatar effect. You make yeah. it look like this lush, fanciful world. You're like, I don't know, I'm interested in that lush, fanciful world that's going on there yeah. as opposed to, oh, desert. Okay. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I've seen monsters, like, you've seen, like, a monster in the desert type, like, giant sandworms or something that seems... Tremors. G- yeah, dune, dune. Yeah, it seems more generic than, like, you don't, you're not used to seeing the crazy monsters. from uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Star Wars obviously has all the kinds Sarlacc of The Sarlacc pit. Yeah, things like that. But you're not used to seeing that so much in the jungle. So I think that would have been a nice contrast. But again, it's just the poster. It's just the first poster as well. Yeah. So who knows what we'll get. And I'm sure we'll get a trailer probably soon. Usually you do poster and then teaser somewhat close together. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, lightning round, uh, Uncharted starting in two weeks now, because I think two weeks ago we said four weeks, so... It's never coming out. Uh, Uncharted, uh, the movie is going to start filming two weeks from now, uh, mark your calendars. Uh, so they've added members to the cast, uh, as we know already, Tom Holland is young Nathan Drake, um, Mark Wahlberg is confirmed as young Is he even Sully. young now? Yeah, he's like 24. Uh, how old was Nathan Drake in the first game? They're probably closer in the age than we thought. No, he's pretty, he, I'm sure he was in his 30s in the first game, I would have to think. Seemed like he'd been doing it a while. I don't really remember, but uh, yeah, but and also Tom Holland looks like he's fifteen still. So yeah, he plays a high schooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a young-ish Nathan Drake, uh, Mark Wahlberg is a younger Sully. 
that is confirmed as well. They also confirmed, I think, last week while we were off that the uh, director of Venom has taken over as the director of Ruben Fleischer. Yeah, Ruben Fleischer, uh, who I think just wrapped up Venom 2. Uh, oh, really? They did, they're doing another one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that movie made it gobs of money. Oh, that's true. It did. Um, so and that started filming recently as well. So I think they'll... They'll start, he'll go right from Venom to filming Uncharted, and then probably once filming wraps on Uncharted, go back and maybe do the editing and stuff on Venom. Uh, not really sure how that will work, but there'll be tons of CGI needed, obviously. Um, but we've also added Antonio Banderas to the cast. Uh, any idea who Antonio Banderas is playing, Joe? I gotta imagine he's the like, antagonist. He's Zorro. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> Zorro crossover. Yeah, I know, that's, that was my first thought, too, is that he is... He's got to be the, you know, the guy that's also going after whatever. The MacGuffin. treasure they're trying to get. Yeah, exactly. Um, that also has evil intentions and, uh, you know, troves of henchmen and nefarious plans and uh, probably some mystical sidekick that also wants it to unlock the, you know, the zombie horde. Because there's always that mystical element. Well, zombies was the first game. Yeah, but there's always some like more mystical thing that they'll probably want to incorporate, I would think. Wait, was it zombies in the first game? More or first less. one was the coffin that like had the virus inside of it that yeah, like turned people into almost zombies, kind of. And then like, the second one had the blue tree, people. the tree sap that made you super strong. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the third one. Oh, third one was your find like the city made of gold. I think that had like the the fountain with the water in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fountain of youth. Was that what it was? Probably. I honestly don't remember. Oh, yeah, I don't remember either. Because the last time I played through them, I just like blew through them. Yeah. On, like trying to, to just get ready like for see four. the action scenes. Yeah. And really pay attention to the plot. I just remember the first one. Yeah. Uh, well, because it was such a surprise in the first one when you get to that and you're like, oh shit, it's uh, it's it's like zombies. Fuck. Yeah. Did not see that coming. I thought this was just going to be a straightforward treasure hunt game. Did not see that coming. I think they were like cannibals though, because they were like fast and like they were people just infected yeah it was cannibal it was the, you were trying to find like the golden sarcophagus and inside the sarcophagus was like a virus that turned people into like super zombie things mm-hmm. but i thought it was like uh what's that movie the ruins or something like that where they go into the cave and they find like the cannibals that have been living there forever i haven't seen that uh, the second one had the people that were pretending to be bigfoot <laughs> but they were actually just eating the tree sap hmm. is that a euphemism eating the tree sap <laughs> yeah, sucks time. It's page forty-five of the Kama Sutra. It's called eating the tree. Eating sap. the tree sap. <laughs> Dumb deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see the movie. I like Antonio Banderas. I don't have expectations, but I'm I gonna like see Tom it. Holland. Yeah, I'm Mark Wahlberg's fine. Like, yeah, sure. I liked Venom. You know, all, all of the. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things I'm like. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, a lot of things I kind of like coming together. Yeah, but. I'm not excited. I if don't it think, ever comes out. I don't think it'll do well. Not entirely. This is the closest it's ever come to coming out. So I, I believe in it now more than I did six months ago. But I'm not hyped. I don't think I'll get... Like, even the first trailer will come out and be like, okay, it has promise. Like, maybe it won't be terrible. Maybe it will. I don't know. We're going to see it. I'll line up real soon. Once the filming starts, I'll line up at the movie theater. Uh, like John did. I'll, you know, I'll fight the good fight. And hopefully they won't have to... CGI Tom Holland to look more like Nathan Drake, uh, which will cost $30 million and delay the movie six months. Until the internet freaks out about it. Yeah. He doesn't look enough like him. So they'll CGI him to be six foot four and 30. Well, like, he's kind of, he's kind of, he's kind of like in a precarious situation where like, 
you would imagine he wants to get like jacked for this movie. He is jacked. Yeah. Well, like big jacked. Like he's he's, he's cut, cut. He's yeah. cut, but he's scrawny because he wants to be small and skinny to be Spider Man. Well, yeah. Because he's a gymnast. He's gymnast cut. He's not body bodybuilder cut. Yeah. You would think he would want to be like more muscular to play Nathan Drake, though. Especially in the fingers, because you got to climb all those. Yeah, you got to you got to have them jacked I mean, arms for climbing gymnast, trees. So, yeah. And you got to jump from rock face to just the tiniest little ledge on an old ruined, uh, you know, building. As it crumbles yeah. as you land there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think if you're playing it younger, you don't necessarily have to get like big jacked bodybuilder type. Because even Nathan Drake is skinny but muscular. Like he's not really. He's like broad. He's got like broad shoulders. Yeah, but he's also thirty plus probably. Mm. I don't really know. He's apparently thirty in the first game. Okay, there you go. I did look it up. Yeah, nice. I was wondering if this was one of those like. That's uh, how I looked at thirty, obviously too. This is one of those like solo things where like yeah, he's playing young Han Solo and he's. Like, two years younger than Han Solo was in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's ten years younger in the movie, so it's fine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see when, when more comes out about it. Uh, lightning round. We were originally also going to have, uh, speaking of Naughty Dog, a Last of Us movie uh, that had been talked about for years and years uh, that has since been scrapped and is now being reimagined as a Last of Us TV series for HBO. Uh, Neil Druckmann, who wrote The Last of Us, is on board to write this one as well, which bodes well, I assume, because um, most of the time the video game creators aren't involved in any way in their mm. video game adaptations, uh, or their movie adaptations, rather. So, uh, good. It's also being made with the person who made Chernobyl, which I have not seen, but for all intents and purposes, I heard was phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that all bodes well. And then there was initially some trepidation from the fan base to say, like, all right, how much are we going to change this for mainstream TV? Like, is Ellie still going to be, you know, uh, LGBT character? Like, what? Like, you're not going to change that, right? And they confirmed this week that, like, no, that is not changing. That's, like, every all the core elements that make that story what it is will remain. They're well, not I mean, going to try to... That aspect wasn't even factored into the game. That was something that came in the DLC later on. Yeah. So it's barely... T- it's, I mean, it's not touched upon in the game. Correct. But it's one of those things that, like, now that's an iconic part of that character for so many fans of that character. See, I just thought of it more, like, the concern about that was just how, like, do you change it for international yeah. audience? Yeah. Because that stuff is changed all the time for international production. Correct. So is it going to be the thing that, like, gets to cut a room floor... Maybe just to make it more marketable, you know, in China. But it's but no, but this is an HBO thing, so you don't have to worry about marketing in China because I don't even know if China gets HBO. I'm not sure either. I can't imagine. I'm sure it's highly curated. If so. Yeah, mm. like, they probably don't have the Sopranos either. You know, like, mm. so um, I, that's something that is good because you don't have to worry about that. Because I feel like a movie adaptation, you absolutely would, because you need that to be marketable in all these other areas. You just need this to be marketable to HBO subscribers. Are they going to hire Ellen Page? Um, she's she's too old. Yeah, she's too old at this point. Um, I did, I was looking through like things that people had posted on Twitter, and one guy who does like a bunch of like fake fan art posters reimagined that Chris Evans movie from a couple years ago, like Gifted or whatever, where it's like he takes care of his daughter or his niece that is like a gifted young girl, um, mm-hmm. and like reimagined him as Joel and that girl as Ellie. Just like a couple years older, and I thought that looked pretty cool. But like, I don't know, Chris Evans could play it. A lot of people said maybe Hugh Jackman, but he might even be too old to play younger old Joel as opposed to old old Joel like he looks in Last of Us Two. 
Well, I mean, yeah, we don't know even, like, is this just going to be a, an adaptation of the first game? Is this going to be, like, a what happened in between the first game and the new game kind of thing? Is it pre-first game, like, you know, kind of thing where it's hasn't really happened? Is it, like, Fear the Walking Dead versus the Walking Dead where it's things are just now happening and we have to try to figure out what's going on, like... I mean, I imagine you have to have Ellie and Joel together at that point. Probably. Yeah. Or the but first to do the season show. ends with them meeting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, all I know is... It's just, it's just going to be another zombie show. But the, the, Aren't we, like, kind of really burnt out on that stuff right now? Yes, Potentially. And no. Yeah, I think it's... People are burnt out on, like, Walking Dead because it's just stagnant and the same. Whereas, like, a new show could be something completely different. Like, like it would I have mean, it's gonna have it's gonna yes. have the HBO budget yes. over The Walking Dead. So right. it's going to have a much bigger budget. Yeah, that Walking Dead is so low budget. I can't believe it. The things they're able to get away with with millions and millions of dollars. Well, I mean I'm sure I'm no, sure HBO you know, yeah. HBO is like ten million dollars an episode for their shows. Yeah, I mean I don't know what it'll be for this. Obviously Game of Thrones had a much higher budget because it was the phenomenon that it was. I don't know if taking a chance on Last of Us will have that same kind of open checkbook policy mm. but yeah i guess it will uh, remain to be seen mm-hmm. yeah but like i said I, it's just i'm just like uh, another zombie thing mm. yeah i mean as I'm, a person that likes zombie stuff and like i am looking forward to like resident evil 3 but i'm just like i'm looking more as like the general audience of like have people just burnt out on this yeah by now yeah yeah i don't know i guess we'll uh, we'll see when that comes to fruition there's no timetable for that to be uh, created, I would assume at the earliest it would probably be early next year, or you know maybe fall of 2021 to slot it in there, based on whatever HBO has to come up with. But I mean, I watched the first episode; I'll give it a shot. I no guarantees that it'll be good, and I won't think about it again until they announce the casting, and then I won't think about it again until the first episode starts. So yeah, I'm not hyped or even excited. No. But... When it comes out, if it comes out, I'll yeah. probably watch it. And, you know, it'll be a good companion for whenever the potential Last of Us 3, if they make it, comes out. You know, like, it'll just be a nice thing to also exist in that universe, mm-hmm. which, if, it, if it's good, obviously. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that will do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, uh, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what, whether or not you're excited for Ghost of Tsushima. Are you looking forward to the Samurai Jack game? Uh, what do you think Star Wars Project Maverick is? Uh, are you you know sad about any of the things taking place with Stadia or GeForce Now? Did you get your specific tier of Wonderful 101? And uh, what do you think about the upcoming video game movies that we talked about? Uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, remember, we do still have our Let's Play up on our YouTube channel, which is just, uh, you can search Broken Clock Podcast. It's Let's Play WWE 2K20. I'll put the link in the description as well, so you guys can check that out if you haven't seen that either. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Wash your hands.